Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it and some marvelous things will happen I won't spoil your experience if you are not sexual you cannot be spiritual because it takes energy to be spiritual it takes energy meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions have had after that. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we're not talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, your martial arts form. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. breathing, and instead of energy going out into the earth, it goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a heart to here. or anything else. It's developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through our thrusting channel in Tibetan. I mean, uh, in Chinese. In Tibetan, it's called the Uma channel. Right in the center of the body. 
and we say that, well, I don't feel it, but you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it, because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You made a decision to do something. It's complete completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete. Because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here, from the physical or the martial arts into the mental and spiritual things, it's it's not a three-day wonder, you know. It's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes, very slowly. Surprises. 
Um, let me get my sponsors out of the way tonight. Sponsors, of course, relaxationisthekey.com. Please add that to your favorites and bookmarkers. Also, originalnativeradio.com. And then we got the new one that's coming. It's under construction, and you can check out originalnativeradio.com forward slash N-E-W. That one's under construction, but I still want y'all to go over there and give me some feedback. But we got a lot of changes going on. It's getting ready to be big. I'll tell you up front now, by the end of the night, you're going to want to have the book, Intelligent Children Are Not Born, They Are Made. Because you know what the subject of tonight is, pregnancy management, before, during, and after. So I would suggest you go on over to symptometrybooks.com and say, hey, let me go ahead and get this book. Intelligent children are not born, they are made. And that's why I said, well, if we have a title and we have all that information in there, we need to be talking about pregnancy management as we have a, we've been having a large influx of people coming into the School of Symptometry lately, and pregnancy management is one of the required courses, required um, areas of proficiency before graduating as a doctor of symptometry. So that's why tonight we're giving you all all the information, and we can just pile on, pile on, pile on. Woo! I'm feeling good tonight. All right. So what? A, how, how else do I want to get this thing started? I mean, it's really, really, really going to be a good show. Um, I guess I should do some background on why I chose this particular subject matter is because Kair loves the babies. I'm in it for the children. Adults are so hard-headed. You know, we don't eat right, we don't think right, we don't talk right, we don't listen right. And then we pass that on by the children looking at us. So how we having babies is like part of their first education. Mommy says, oh, I'm going to the hospital. And then she says, why? Because that's why I'm going there to have the baby. Well, what about before the hospitals? Or what about the doulas and the midwives and the surrogate mothers and, and people having children at home? What about the water births? What about the tantric childbirths? All of these particular subjects um, need to start being explored. I'm not going to say discovered because they've been around for thousands and thousands of years, but we have been systematically duped into just going into the hospital. Let me go to the hospital. And it's just painful. It just hurts having babies now. And so women now, the pain is the new birth control. I ain't having no more babies. Oh, why should I do that? I didn't want to do that. That hurts. Well, this show is about pregnancy management from the first birth of pregnancy all the way to childbirth so that normal and uneventful vaginal birth takes place. That's right, no C-sections, no more morning sickness, no more swollen feet and swollen ankles, no more spitting constantly, no more exhaustion, no more eclampsia and cardiomyopathy. I'm not sure Dr. Nard is going to explain what that is. No more death of the mother during childbirth. No more epidural shots and cesarean sections. No more breech births. No more excessive bleeding. No more retained placentas during childbirth. No more miscarriages. No more premature deliveries. No more lactation and nipple and breast problems after childbirth. None of that is over. Symptometry is available for every symptom of pregnancy. Y'all better go ahead and get ready to get this thing started tonight. But, you know, I can't do this by myself. I got to bring this on with my hostess of the mostest. He puts it down in the background, keeps me informed, keeps me on top of my G. Y'all put your hands together for my roadie, 
I'm Tonto. He's really the Long Ranger, and I'm Tonto. He tries to just keep it back. He shoots them off real accurately, and I'm riding around with the with the sword and the bow and arrow. Y'all put your hands together for my man, the Greensboro Shaman, Doctor Charles Abbott. <clears throat> <laughs> What happened to my? There we go. What's happening, big bro? We're doing fine over here today. I tell you, this is an exciting topic. This right here, just what comes to mind for me is the way in which we create. You know, this is the way that the mother nature comes in and allows us to recreate ourselves, and so it has to be a very uh, delicate and tender way in which we, we handle the situation, but also in a natural way so that it's pleasurable because, hey, that's the only way that all of us got here. You know, so it had to come through these channels and through the the, the act of intimacy and sexual intercourse that we actually are able to be here and to express ourselves to the world. So I think this is a really a, a fantastic subject. And um, I really can't wait to really get it going. And um, I heard you mention earlier about the uh, American College of Symptometry, and I just wanted to uh, congratulate Amalicia uh, Morell for passing um, the entrance exam. So college is moving right along. And uh, thanks to what's her name again? Give her another shout out. What's her name? Amalisha, Amalisha Morel. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. The, the college is expanding. The movement is expanding. If we do one a week, we're going to get it. But we're getting ready to start picking up the tempo with these quantum leaps. I hope all of y'all yeah. got a big boost from this big eclipse that uh, came off on Monday. Not a boost like you're looking for a surge in energy, but if somebody took a lot of weight off your shoulders, it would feel like uh, it would feel like you had a boost. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what kind of results that has to play on us. How was your weekend, big bro? Oh, my weekend was, was outstanding. I mean, and again, you bring up the fire, the, the eclipse, the alignment. Uh, that was a, a great time, and um, you know, had had a really good weekend. Uh, I had a good you know, chance to chat with you and Doctor Nardi, so I always have a good time when I get a chance to talk to some of my uh, best friends and, and, and companions on this on this on this journey. Oh. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, look, let's get ready to bring in my um my big homie. You know, I call him C Joe. You know, that's that tenth degree. Yeah, I call him C. Joe. I call him Dr. Nardi, too. Now, you know, I stay respectful, you know what I'm saying, to all the masters that came before me, and I strive to follow their example. Um, so let's go ahead and get my my, my uh, man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. Y'all put y'all hands together for Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Dr. Nardi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dr. Nardi, how you doing tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hello, I'm doing fine. Oh, fine, sir. I'm doing fine. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, thank you for choosing this, this topic uh, because this topic is um, very important at the American College of Symptometry. 
The reason it is very important is because um, we have been fed a steady diet of half-truths and uh, whenever uh, people are confused, they are opportunists who um, exploit the situation to their advantage. Um, we've heard that uh, now C-section is the norm. Um, it is normal that the women should have C-section. Symptomatic steps in to say no. It is not normal. You have been lied to. Um, pregnancy, women are, women are in labor for 14 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours with no, uh, no contractions or very, very weak contractions. And they say, oh, well, it is normal. Some women, some women, uh, uh, all women are not, are, not, are not the same. There are some women who have weak contractions. Others have strong contractions. That, strong contractions, that is false. It is not true. It is not true. And we have countless successes to prove that it is not true. Stop being lied to. It's not time to tell the truth. And we are here to tell nothing but the truth. Two minutes, children. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dr. Nardi. Yes. <laughs> Two minutes, children. Um, well, in, in certain parts of the United States, you may not really know what is happening, but go to Brazil. Go to Brazil. Go to certain parts of the world. Go to Afghanistan. Go to Ghana. Go to Morocco. Go to Algeria. Just travel and see the number of children who will be future adults who are being neglected. It's not because there are no schools. These children can be taken to school and still they will not be able to learn. They will not be able to learn because they have a peptide-deficient brain. Mm. What is happening today I will discuss what has happened to the world. Hmm. Many right. parents many parents are cruel to their own children. These parents have a mental problem. They have a peptide deficient brain. Many children are cruel to their own parents. They have a peptide deficient brain. School children, many school children are wild, they are bullies, they are violent, and even their own teachers are afraid of them because they are being assaulted all the time. And the law is on their side, and it is not on the side of the teachers. What is this world coming up to? Well, symptometry will never, never, never join the chorus of criticism. No. We have to come up with a solution. And we have come up with a solution. 
And since 2006, I have been doing long-distance pregnancy management with women in Ghana, in Nigeria, in Sierra Leone, in Tunisia, in Germany, in France, in Spain, especially Barcelona, and here in the United States. We've been scoring nothing but successes and victory upon victory upon victory. So when we say that it is not normal for a woman to be in labor for 18 hours, we know what we are talking about because we have evidence to prove it. My daughter, when she was in labor, she went to the hospital at quarter to one in Minnesota. And by quarter to five, the baby was out. Quarter to one, quarter to five, the baby was out. Baby girl was out. The contractions were so strong that the baby even did not want to, to, to wait one, one, one additional hour. Yes. I did with my own daughter. And that is my granddaughter who is now two years, two months. And she knows her colors. She can distinguish between blue and green, between red and pink. I did this on purpose in order to see whether she's suffering from color blindness. No color blindness. No color blindness. And what I've done for my own granddaughter, I've done it for several other children. Therefore, I am not here to discuss theories. I'm here to discuss practicality. We have proof that it works. Now, what I want to do is, when a woman is pregnant, she must have all the nourishment the embryo needs. The embryo needs all nourishment. We have the embryo, we have the fetus, we have the baby. The embryo needs all nourishment. Don't be nauseous. Don't vomit. If you do, you are going to make the child susceptible to certain enzyme deficits. You will not bear the consequences. The child is going to pay the price. The first thing we do in symptometry is we give you a particulate that prevents nausea and vomiting, so that the fetus, so that, so that, so that the, the, the fetus, the embryo, sorry, has all the nourishment. Then two, we prevent pica, P-I-C-A. That is the abnormal craving for indigestible items like chalk, uh, lead, and dirt, 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 clay. Uh, people, <laughs> it was sad when even 
some nutritionists were telling some women who were eating clay that, oh, clay has calcium. Yes, it has calcium. But it also has silicon. It also has other, 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 material, other, other minerals that are not needed by the baby. If you continue, the baby will be very anemic. That's why it's called pica. There are other forms of calcium. Get these good, these good sources of calcium. Don't get calcium from clay. Then, it is good, uh, well, as far as nutrition is concerned, I will not recommend nutrition. Nutritionists have screwed up and there is no room for them in pregnancy management in symptometry. We have replaced nutrition with cell nourishment. Because, because many women who listen to nutritionists have, been, have given birth to babies that develop spinal bifida. An abnormality in the spinal in the in the spinal cord, especially towards the end, the tail end of the spinal cord. They have been taking folic acid. Yes, they have been taking folic acid. Because folic acid prevents spinal bifida. Alright. How come after taking folic acid, the baby still develop spinal bifida? Explain it. Oh, there is no explanation. There is no explanation. There is no explanation. If you cannot explain what happened, then I'm sorry. You are not qualified to have a seat at the table of symptometry. You are out. That's why we place emphasis on cell nourishment. When you give when you give a, when you give a pregnant woman some supplements and those supplements and these supplements have vanadium and molybdenum they are going to block these two are going to block certain nutrients from getting into the into into the baby into the fetus into the embryo this is what causes spina bifida don't say you don't know what happened you get folic acid you ask the woman to take folic acid and after after listening to you, the child still develops spina bifida. You didn't know that it is because it, the multivitamin that she was taking has vanadium and molybdenum. We are correcting this. That's why I say we are not here to just complain and complain and complain. We have taken action, and our action, the action that we have taken is working. So what we want you to do is engage in cell nourishment. And this involves taking subatomic particles. We have them at the American College of Symptometry. Take subatomic particles. This is going to prevent, these, these subatomic particles are going to prevent nausea, vomiting. They are going to enhance the integration of phosphorus and calcium into the bone, into the bones throughout the human body. There are 204 bones. 
all these folk, all these bones will be very, very well developed and they'll be very strong. You can take calcium. You can take calcium and still give birth to a child that suffers from rickets. They call them bow legged. And bow legged is not it's, it's, it's not a beauty. What is beautiful when, when, when your child has when, when your child is bow legged? Every abnormality is not because has, has not become a new style. What is what what is the world coming up to? <laughs> Sometimes Dr. Nardi is the programming. You know, we so uh, we often get caught up in the misery <clears throat> and making excuses for, like you said, the abnormalities, and that's what they've been teaching us. I think, you know, I always go back to the Christopher Columbus example. They taught us how to lie on a test to pass. So they say, well, who's covered America? And you put down Christopher Columbus, and they give you, they check it and give you 100, even though they should have gave you a zero and said, no, he didn't. You can't discover a whole place where it's full of people. So it's the same way, like you said, It's a, now that symptometry is here, for the next 10,000 years, by the way, for those of you who this is your first time listening, we will be here for the next 10,000 years, this science, and improved upon each and every year because we steady making discoveries, research extends into infinity. Um, but now we're breaking the mold and we are combating the misinformation with the straight scientific research straight scientific research. So, Dr. Nardi, I'm so happy that you um, even, you know, I know your style is you go to bed at 8, you get your assignment, and you get up at 2 o'clock. So I'm so happy that they came to you one night and told you that you were going to have to do uh, pregnancy management, was going to have to be included in the School of Symptometry. Yes, thank you. Uh, another, another, to continue, another very important component of pregnancy management uh, for cell nourishment during pregnancy management is iron. Please, 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 never, never, never accept iron in the form of ferrous sulfate. Never. It will predispose your child to diarrhea or chronic constipation years after birth. Years and years after birth. Never, never allow your child, never allow anybody to give you iron that is made from ferrous sulfate. Throw it into the, into the garbage where it belongs. It does not belong to the human body. We have the right iron. That iron is made from amino acids. This is what we have in symptometry. Just like there is one company that produces toothpaste that is made with stannous fluoride, there is also one company, God bless the heart of and the heart and the mind and the soul of the owner of that company. He has found a way to produce iron from amino acids. That's what we give in symptometry. That's what we give to people who are anemic, and the anemia is cleared. Cleared, 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 cleared. Yes. 
don't give this philosophic because too many women are suffering from constipation or the opposite chronic diarrhea. I cured a 52-year-old woman who had been suffering from chronic diarrhea. I said it on this show before. Chronic diarrhea. Now this problem is solved. And what did I use to reverse her condition? I gave her this iron that is made from what? Amino acids. This is why it's symptomatic. We go back to a person's childhood and correct all the mistakes that were made in the childhood. Because ourselves will never, never forgive us. You are supposed to correct the mistakes. If you don't, okay. You keep suffering and suffering and suffering unless you go back and correct the mistake that you did not correct when you were a child. You, are, you continue and suffer. Now, our cells are also very kind. Even though they are unforgiving, they are very kind. If you know what to correct and you correct it, they will go along and they will give you health. This woman who has been suffering from diarrhea no longer suffers from diarrhea because the cells have given her health. She got a doctor who went back to her childhood and corrected the mistake that was made. So if you are 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, and you have a chronic condition that dates back to childhood, call symptometry. Call symptometry. This is why when you are, when you are, when you are, when you are, you, you are uh, giving us the totality of your symptoms, never leave out the chronic conditions that you suffered during, during your childhood. Never. Because that is the key to your health. The fourth thing is avoiding apples. Pregnant women should never, 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 never eat apples. Never eat apples. Okay. There was one lady who was very stubborn. I have to say it without mincing words. She asked her not to eat apples, and she continued to eat apples. And in her eighth month, she called me to tell me that uh, they discovered a lot of protein in her urine. It's called proteinuria. They discovered a lot of protein in her urine. And I asked her, what did your gynecologist say? He said, maybe because I'm, I'm eating too much protein. You are not the only pregnant woman who eats protein. All the other, other pregnant women eat protein. They don't have proteinuria. So tell me the truth. What else have you been eating? Oh, no. I, uh, I stopped to the diet. That's, that's, I said, no. You did not stick to my diet. You did not stick to my diet. You were eating apples. Yes or no? Before I treat you, you better answer this question, please. <laughs> yes or no? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I ate it. I, I've been eating apples just, just one time or just about once a week. Are you sure it's once a week? 
Are you sure it's not twice or three times a week? Or oh, just sometimes. You see, listen. Now, you have caused leaky kidneys for your own baby. Leaky kidneys. You are going to give birth to a baby who have who have kidney problems. Why do you do that to your baby? Why? Just because you want to you wanted to satisfy your taste buds, your taste buds, and now you are going to give birth to a baby who is going to suffer for the rest of his or natural life. Go to the ho children's hospitals. Go to children's hospitals. Please, please, go there. And you see two-year-olds who have kidney cancer. Two years. And they, are, and they are raising funds for them. They are raising funds for them. Kidney cancer. St. Jude's and all that. They are, raising, they are raising funds for them. What did the mother do? The mother screwed up big time. The mother was stubborn. She refused to listen to a symptomatist. And now look at what is happening. Please, let us stop this. We have the opportunity. Yes? Oh, oh sorry. I didn't want to break up your your uh, point, but I was, I was going to ask you about the, how does the environmental toxins affect the pregnancy as well? Well, they, they do, they do affect pregnancy because, uh, they do affect pregnancy because, uh, uh, for instance, when, um, when, uh, Chinobu blew out in, in Russia, um, the women who were pregnant, most of the women who were pregnant, I mean, most of them miscarried, and uh, and uh, a few of them gave birth to deformed babies, you know. So, yes, uh, environmental toxins do affect uh, 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 pregnancy, yes. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. So, this, as far as eating apples are concerned, they say, oh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, here is the evidence. That's a big lie. That's a big lie. Well, a 45-year-old man in a state that I don't, I don't want to mention had also proteinuria. Dr. Nati, they, they said there's too much protein in my urine. I asked him only one question. Do you eat apples? The answer, yes. Stop eating apples. I treated him for proteinuria. He went back three months later. No more protein in his urine. This is proof. This evidence that it is valeric acid in apples that causes leaky kidneys. That's it. Consume weak sugars. Pregnant women should not consume sodas. Sometimes I see some pregnant women consume soda. I just shake my head. Many sodas have aspartame, 600 times sweeter than, 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 than table sugar. Why? Don't. Because you are going to predispose your baby to brain tumor. Go again. To the children's hospital. You see, children who have brain tumor. 
tumor in their kidneys. What happened? Mother guilty. You are guilty. I am not saying this in order to bring some about some discord or disagreement or misunderstanding between husband and wife that you are responsible for 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 for, for doing this to uh, to our child. It's not time to play the blame game. Both of you, husband and wife, you were underinformed or you were lied to. Therefore, both of you should bear responsibility. Don't don't blame the woman alone. Don't blame the woman alone. Make sure that you always eat bell pepper, slices of bell pepper if you are pregnant. This will prevent diabetes. There is an explosion, there is an epidemic of juvenile diabetes. Juvenile diabetes. You could have just eaten slices of green bell pepper during pregnancy. And if it is too late, if you think it's too late, no, it's not too late. Give slice of green bell pepper to your two-year-old. Stop saying, oh, eat green or eat vegetables, they are good for you. What kind of vegetables that are good for you? You have to know the vegetables that are good for you. Slice of green bell pepper. That will prevent diabetes. I will never have diabetes. My wife will never have diabetes. My granddaughter will never, never, never have diabetes. I am not bragging. When you know, you know. And if you don't know, you attend a better school in order to learn the right stuff. There's a difference between the right knowledge and the wrong knowledge. Let us stick to the right knowledge. Mm. Okay, I, I, I will pause for I will pause for a few interventions before I will continue. Thank you, thank you, thank you, because you know you can set it on fire around here. Uh, I'm looking for my special guest out of Atlanta. Please uh, call in and press 1. Let me bring you in um, for a couple questions. From the female side, um, Dr. Nardi does have um, plenty of information that he's just dropping like it's hot tonight. Appreciate it. I see you. Um I got one question, Dr. Nari, then I got a special guest who is also a doula herself and um is in this is is in it to win it, so to say. And you know me, I run my mouth a lot and I try to introduce this helpful information and right knowledge to as many people um as I can who it can benefit. So if I can't find somebody who's pregnant, let me find somebody who knows somebody who's pregnant. So that's why I was giving a shout out to all my midwives and doulas and uh, uh, registered nurses, assistant nurses, doctors, whoever can listen in tonight, this information can benefit you. Um, I want to ask, due to the fact that um, one of my business ventures and lifelong uh, passions is relaxation, can you talk about the importance of relaxing in the prenatal care? Is that taught in the School of Symptometry, the importance of relaxation? Yes, the importance of relaxation is, 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 is an integral part. It's an integral part of, of, of cell nourishment. It's an integral part of cell nourishment. When you are talking about cell nourishment, we are not only talking about food. We are talk, talking about water. We are talking about the abstracts, the energy field. 
and we have relaxation that comes from uh, that results from uh, norepinephrine that our adrenal gland produces. The adrenal gland sits on top of the kidney, so uh, that 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 helps that helps a person to relax. And then two, we have um, all kinds of um, sources of relaxation that come from soft music, meditation, and other other forms of uh, of energy energy therapies. You know, so relaxation plays a major role in cell in, in, in cell division because it helps to to enhance the production of positive impulses for cell division. Mm. It re- it also reduces the, the impact of negative impulses for cell division. So in order to have a healthy child, many factors will have to be will have to will have, will have, will have to come into play. Many factors will have to come into play. You don't just go and have intercourse with a woman and then uh, all right uh, uh, the, the pregnancy test is, is positive, okay? It means that you're pregnant, okay? So what, what do you do from there? What do you do? You have to know what you are supposed to do. You have to know, you have to know the role of the man and the role of the woman. Mm. Stop bickering and stop, stop fighting over, over $10 or $15 or uh, I pay last, last bill, it's your turn to pay this bill. And they oh, what is that? What is that? Can't you continue to live in peace and harmony? And you need relaxation in order to achieve this object, uh, this objective. Mm. <clears throat> the bickering. This is my. I'm, I'm going to bring my guest on, but a lot of women are listening to this show tonight. But how important is it for the man in the household, not only to participate, but to understand? Pregnancy management even before the baby is conceived, Dr. Nardi? The role of the man. The, I am a man. I have had four children who are now adults. And I followed the same script each time my wife was pregnant. We did not have, we did not have uh, 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 recreational sex. We had ritualistic sex. This is the role of the woman. As the man, you start, you start, you start from this stance, from this position. It's a position of strength and at the same time, a position of understanding. When my wife was pregnant, I use read read the book read the book intelligent children are not born they are made you make you make intelligent children you produce them modern nature does not produce them you produce them what do you have to do in order to produce an intelligent and healthy child what do you have to do in order to produce a child who is healthy physically, sexually, organ-wise, mentally, metabolically, and systemically in terms of the circulatory system. How do you do that? So that the child does not have fever. 
My daughter has not had fever. She even she, when she was teething, when she was teething, she didn't have fever. And as as I saw her teeth, her teeth are her, her teeth are well lined up and down, well lined. One is not in front of the other, well lined. What did I do? I gave her the particulate. I gave the mother the particulate to soften the gums. As the teeth will be piercing the gums, I gave the mother the particulars. We have all kinds of particulars in symptometry. So the role of the man is to have is to acquire the right knowledge mm. when it comes to pregnancy management. Mm. So that mm. he should play right. a, so that he should play a major role. Play a major role. Because the child is in the womb. Don't think the child, the child's eyes are closed, but the child's ears are all over the house. The child's ears are all over the house. When the father is washing dishes and the mother is relaxing, the child is listening. Mm. The child is very perceptive. Very perceptive. So the father should continue to play the right, the good role, and he needs the right knowledge in order to do that. I have been a father four times, therefore I know what I'm talking about. Thank you. Mm. It's on fire tonight around here. That's, that's the truth right there. You're bringing that heat. Let me bring my special guests on tonight, straight from the ATL. Y'all put y'all hands together for my peoples, my new friend in the business, uh, Genesis. Right. Peace, how you doing tonight, sis? We don't uh, normally, uh, uh, we're glad to have you tonight as our first first co-writer up here in the cockpit on Original Native Radio, so it must be something special. So thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Absolutely. Can you give us some comments or some of your feedback? Do you have a question for Dr. Nardi tonight so far? Um, I don't have a question. I have been listening intently. And, um, you know, one thing that I want to say first is I, you know, uh, teach conscious conception. And it goes very well along with the last few comments that Dr. Nardi made about energy. Um, if the couple is not in tune with one another, if they are not having authentic conversations and, and dealing with, the, with each other from a point of radical honesty, then you're not qualified yet to even speak about having a child. You know, um, you can eat the right foods, you can be on the cell nutrition, um, you know, you can be on the path of a healthy regimen, but if you're not authentic with yourself, then you can't be authentic with your partner. Therefore, when you bring that child through, um, then the, the, you're already putting the child behind the bar. You know what I'm saying? So what, I, what I'm seeing happen right now is that we have unconscious parents birthing conscious children. And so you're causing them to be in breach of their contract with spirit immediately because you're not, a, you're not qualified to assist them on their journey. So, 
you know, when we talk about going into relationships with people, there's a lot of things that you have to look at before you can do that. You have to look at blood type, genetics, tribe, background, spirituality, and where you are. You know, just like he was saying, if you're arguing over $15 and you have a poverty consciousness and you're going into conceiving a child, then you are immediately going to have that child and breach your contract with the most high in the agreement that they spiritually came in here to, 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 to have, you know, to, to live their purpose. So uh, we have to back up way before conception into the mating and, and, and the choosing of the partners that we have before we even talk about childbirth. Mm, mm, mm. Dr. Nardi, she brought up a very good point. Thank you, Genesis. Uh, about the, uh, the 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 spirituality part of pregnancy management, could you speak on that for me, please, before you continue? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that she Genesis made a very not only a valid point, but a very very strong point, because when 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 you are not on the same wavelength, uh, this is uh, this is uh, what I have to use. Because when you are talking about spirituality, you are talking about forces. And once you are talking about forces, you are talking about frequency, vibrations, and wavelength. So mm. you must be on the same wavelength. You have to be on the same wavelength. You see? And uh, I married a woman against the wish of my parents. But the two of us have been on the same wavelength. We understood each other. We knew what we were in for. And eventually we made it. We made it big. You see? So this confirms the fact that we are not just physical beings. We are also spiritual beings. And our beginning is not in the physical body. Our beginning started in the spiritual body as forces. So let us continue this journey as a duality, duality of physical and spiritual. And this reinforces love. And once both of you are in love, believe me, there will be tolerance. And when there is tolerance, there is forgiveness. And when there is forgiveness, forgiveness is only limited to your area. It follows you wherever you go. On the bus, on the train, at your place of work, you are a forgiving person. So this is the extension of spirituality. Thank you. Whew. How mercy. How mercy. That contract is something serious around here. Whew. Genesis, I'm glad you came back. I saw you dropped off. We got you back, though. Yeah, yeah. All righty. Dr. Nardi. Please continue. We've covered up the nurturing. We've covered up some of the foods. We've covered up um, um, uh, uh, the honesty, the radical honesty. Um, oh, wait a minute. Somebody was in the chat room and said something about gar garlic and carrots. Feeding to, <laughs> eating to the baby. I hear him laughing. So, Dr. Nardi, can you please give us a little nutritional breakdown on maybe uh, should we avoid carrots and garlic during pregnancy? Um, uh, let me know or let the world know. Yes, please. Yes, please. Please, 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 please. Uh, leave, leave, leave carrot alone. I mean, the level of acidity in carrot will cause acidosis in the baby. And, and 
if if the eye if the eye if the if the enzyme if the enzyme in the synapse in the eye is denatured the baby will start squinting squinting babies are squinting because of acidity i don't recommend i don't recommend carrots to babies i don't because there are many women who uh, who 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 are taking care of their uh, their babies who are about uh, eight months old, nine months old. They call me, or I'm I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the supermarket. Should I get this one? Should I get this one? I would prefer okay, get 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 banana. It's much better. And but uh, um, carrots, no. I will not recommend carrots. And two, as far as garlic is concerned, I will not recommend garlic. I will not recommend garlic, period. Because garlic has tumorigens. Tumorigens causes tumor. What about if the child grows with a, with a, with a tumor on, on, on the brain stem? What about if the child grows with a tumor on the brain stem? The brain, a tumor on the brain stem is going to affect the child's breathing. It's going to affect the child's breathing. Because the cardiac center and the respiratory center are in the medulla oblongata, at the back of the, of the baby's head. I don't recommend garlic. Hmm. It is sad. Yes. Uh, and what, how about um, green beans and green peas? I don't recommend green beans and green peas, not even for a baby who is um, uh, eight years or nine years old, because it will predispose the child to epilepsy, convulsions, convulsions. What? How do I cure? How do I cure epilepsy? I cure epilepsy by taking people off green beans and peas. It's very easy. They have they have too many electrons. If you have never stepped in a food science lab to see it with your own eyes, well, you continue to eat according to your culture or according to your tradition. And you predispose your, your own children to, 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 to convulsions. A five-year-old boy in a state that I will not mention has been cured of epilepsy. A boy who was having epilepsy three times. A boy who was having epilepsy three times a day. Completely cured. I have not heard from the from them. They 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 they, they, they ask for a refill only once. <laughs> they ask for a refill only once, and the child is nice. I, I call. I call the other lady to see how the child is. Oh no, he's playing. He's been fine. Oh no, no. Okay. In a in a in the episode. No no no. Doctor Latte. No 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 no. He's fine. He's fine. That's why. That's why we will not call you. So does it mean that you don't need me anymore? Oh, no. Dr. Lati, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. No, 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 no. We didn't say that. All I'm saying is he's fine. Maybe we need it for something else, but as far as the epilepsy is concerned, he's fine. So I ask them one question. What will you say to people who say epilepsy is incurable? The woman told me point blank. They are lying. They don't know what they are talking about. That's what the mother of this five-year-old boy said. Epilepsy is curable. Stay away from this, this, this green beans and these green peas. 
Whoa. All right. All right. Y'all heard it here first because you know what? It's awesome, baby. You know, because those are, are big sellers out there in the in the, in the baby, baby food market and everything. So good to know those. Might as well be stuffing steak in his mouth or something. Okay, let me move on. Okay, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you, bought, you bought the book, uh, What to Consume. That's fine. In the What to Consume, a person is supposed to produce between 45 and um, 50,000 enzymes to, in order to digest a meal thoroughly. Okay. But when a woman is pregnant... She has to produce between a hundred and fifty no sorry between a hundred thousand and a hundred and fifty thousand enzymes per meal. How is such a woman going to produce these enzymes? How you have to know how to eat scientifically oh. if if you don't know how to eat scientifically, I am sorry. You are going to give birth to a baby with underdeveloped heart, a baby with a hole in the heart, a baby with underdeveloped lungs, a premature baby. How many children are born premature in the United States? Count them. You can't anymore. You cannot count. You cannot count. And now, oh, oh, uh, it's, it's now it's a new, it's a, it's a new style. Oh, uh, so some babies, uh, some babies are born premature. Oh yeah, babies are born premature. Since when? I am sorry. So this is what you do. If you do not want to underproduce the right number of enzymes, you call symptometry. We'll guide you on how to produce the right amount of enzymes. Because nothing in the human body is produced without enzymatic reaction. Nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. You need a reaction. You need a biochemical reaction. And then you you need a chemical to speed up the reaction. And the chemical that speeds up the reaction is called an enzyme. You have the trophoblast. The trophoblast is a group of specialized cells that runs the timetable. It runs the timetable for building up every piece of the human body. Every piece of the human body from start to finish. You want to talk, you want to say what? You you say God does not exist? <laughs> oh boy. The trophoblast is the master builder. But before the trophoblast if make sure that it's time for the fingers to build, to be produced, it's time for the eyes to be produced, the enzymes must be there. If you are not producing these enzymes, your baby will be born blind. If you are not able to produce certain enzymes, the child will not be able to hear. Your child will be hearing impaired. Look at many children who are only one year or two years old and who are wearing glasses. 
They are wearing glasses at two years old. Some of them one year old. Because they were not producing enough enzymes. Come to symptometry. We will show you how to produce enough enzymes so that you bring into this world a perfect baby. Don't ask me if I have proof. I've done it several times. Several times. Including one woman recently who had not been able to have, uh, who had not been able to become pregnant, and at the age of 42, she's pregnant. At the age of 42, she's pregnant. If you are 43, 44, 45, and you have all these problems, we will help you. Just comply with our recommendations. Don't go and be eating apples left and right and be lying to me. When a pregnant woman, when a, a pregnant woman observes that she has she has vaginal discharge, she should call symptometry immediately. A pregnant woman who has who, who is discharging blood blood through her vagina should call symptometry immediately. Something is wrong. She's not producing enough enzymes. We have the particular to reverse that. We will correct that immediately. In less than one week, it will be corrected. The most difficult case that we have had is the one that we corrected in three weeks. That was a long time. And this woman had a long history of vaginal discharge. That is not normal. We have to do it. Because if you do not produce enough enzymes, your placenta could be perforated. Fluid will start leaking. As a result, you're going to have swollen ankles, swollen legs. Your legs will be swollen, massively swollen because your placenta is leaking. You did not produce enough enzymes for that. We will, he we will help you. We will patch up the hole. We will help you. Mm. We will be, we'll be doing this. So if you have anything, I will, if you have a question, I will interrupt then before I continue. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. <clears throat> uh, special guest of Genesis, what's going on over there with you tonight, sis? How does this information affect the midwives and the doulas? Is this something important that um, that we got to get out there? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, especially about the baby food. Um, I would like to build with Dr. Nardi more on that. Um you know, the superfoods and the things that the mothers do need to be eating. And, you know, make sure that the information is out there, because even I didn't know about the green beans and the sweet peas and the carrots, you know. I'm just now finding out about the, the garlic and the onions uh, that we shouldn't be consuming and why. So uh, a lot of times we give these things to our children thinking that we're doing the right thing, not, you know, not aware of the background of them. So that information is very important. And with anything, it all starts with education. You know, the, the, the best form of raising the consciousness of the community is giving them the education. So that information definitely needs to be dispersed. As I, as a doula, uh, need to have that information for my mothers as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, let me open, I'm going to open up the lines. Anybody's got any questions? 347 205 3472059089 
Press 1 if you got a question or comment for Dr. Nardi. <clears throat> I'm going to take about two callers maybe, and then I want to get to um, first trimester, second trimester, third trimester. So, Dr. Nardi, I already got a, a hand up already. We're going to take this question, and then we're going to move to the trimesters. Then we're going to get to delivery, and then we're going to get to aftercare. All right? Yes, uh, yes, caller from the 516, you are now rocking with the best. Original Native Radio, Dr. Nardi, Sometimeometry Night. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yeah, this Raku, the cosmophysician. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How you feeling tonight, Lord? Yes, sir. Uh, That's right. How you doing, Dr. Nardi? Oh, fine, fine. It's good to hear your voice again. That's good. That's good. Yeah, bro. I was. I got a question for you, all right? Is this enzyme stimulation good for the entire body? Uh, this is a, there's a few parts to this question, you know. Does it, is it like a one-cure, kill-all disease, or... Does uh, the particulate, is it specific to generate enzymes in certain parts of the body, the parts of the body needed, or does it just produce enzymes all the way around the board? We, we, have, we, have, several, we have several several key enzymes, and uh, depending on, uh, well, it's too bad, well, but we, I, would have, I would have said it, but uh, Coach Kaye has already mentioned it, depending on the trimester. Depending on the trimester, there are there are enzymes that have to position in the in the third trimester. There are enzymes that have to position the baby correctly so that the baby comes out heard first. There are in the second trimester. There, well, I, I will, let me leave the trimesters now. But to answer your question, yes, there are enzymes that are specific to certain parts of the body, especially there are enzymes for the bone. There are enzymes for the gums and enzymes to properly prepare the teeth. I was telling you about my granddaughter. I was watching the alignment in her, the, the alignment of her teeth. Perfect. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I started giving her the enzymes. I gave the mother the, the, the particular uh, enzyme in the form of particulate, subatomic particles uh, in a, at a certain time during the, the, during the gestation period. So, so uh, there, are, there are enzymes for the head, enzymes for the bones. For the head is very important so that water does not accumulate too much in the head, so that the person, that, so that the baby will suffer from hydrocephalus, water on the brain. And then some some children are born with very very large heads because the child did not produce the enzymes to maintain the size of the head properly. So you need an expert in order to properly help. Uh, the pregnant woman to, 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 to use the right enzymes and at the right time. So we have general enzymes for the whole body that even we use after birth and enzymes that are specific to certain parts of the body that we still use after birth. So even a 45-year-old person will, use this, will get the same enzyme and it will work. A 65 a 70-year-old, an 80-year-old person, I am treating, I am treating uh, a 90-year-old person with enzymes for babies, and so he's responding very well. So all the enzyme needs to work is a, a, a life force, huh? That's correct. That's, what, that's exactly what they do, yes. Mm-hmm. In addition to speeding up the process. 
Yeah. Well, I um I was considering what you had told me this weekend, and um I was concerned about that because I was I was told that uh for in a, this is off topic, and then I don't want to hold it too long because I want to hear about the gestation period as well. But that uh, uh when you recommended that uh, my OF not drink uh, orange juice, but pineapple juice would be okay, right? That's correct. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and I was I was informed by Coach Kyrie, you know, that um because the pineapples produce enzymes and the orange does not. Pineapple pineapple produces pineapple produces key enzymes. Orange produces enzymes, but the 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 the, the enzymes the enzymes in the orange are almost insignificant for humans. Humans, we don't need the enzymes from oranges. No, we need the enzymes from from papaya. We need the enzymes from from uh, uh, from pineapple. Okay, hold on. Question, yes. real quick, Doc. What about lemons and grapefruits? Do they fall in with the orange? Yes, they also they, they belong to the the citrus group. They belong to the citrus group. They so they also have citric acid. That type of skin that we look at will help us to determine what other types of fruit other than lemons, oranges, and and um, grapefruits. Then no, uh, we we don't look at we don't look at the skin. We we go to the lab and we look at the chemical composition in order to see the kind of acid that, that they have. Okay, I'm gonna get with you later. I don't want to hog the time, Doc. I appreciate okay. your work. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that question. I think it's a that's a good segue though, because um, Dr. Nardi wanted to talk about um, the, and we moved to the um, we moved to the 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 gest the three different gestation periods and the different types of enzymes. So I think that was a, a perfect question right there. And it's around nine o'clock. So what we got rising over here right now? Are we uh, astrologically lined up tonight? With uh, what's, uh, what's coming up on the horizon with our topic tonight, Raw? Um, I didn't even look at the chart, but I could do it in my head, chat, because we know that the sun is at the end of the, uh, uh, it's in the fifth house right now, <laughs> you know, and um, therefore on the sixth cusp would be the sign of Gemini, Capricorn's rising, which is everything to do with stages, timing, and schedules. So uh, I would say that's right on time. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. We love to be we love to be lined up. It's awesome, baby. All right, Doctor uh, Doctor Nardi, can you please take us into the trimesters and the importance of maybe things that we need to be aware of, things that we need to be watching out for, different movements, and how do we need to make different adjustments at different times, please? Yeah. Um. The first, the first trimester is the building stage, is the foundation for the baby, is the foundation for the baby, and uh, um, the nervous system plays plays a key role because don't forget that, don't forget that the first, the first system, the first system that 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 develops is the nervous system because the nerves are sending signals, they are sending signals. You move here. Okay, your turn. You move. Okay, you. It's your turn. It's your. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. This is how it keeps building and building and building, and then the nervous system begins to develop. The nervous system will continue to develop, and it will never, never mature. It will not mature 
until years later. This is why what happened in the first trimester will occur shortly after, will reoccur shortly after birth. If certain parts of the nervous system were not properly developed, the child after birth will, will experience nervous, some nervous disorders like fear, like being afraid or crying unnecessarily, uh, irritability, insomnia of the baby. Many babies cannot sleep very well. They are awake. They are awake. What is wrong? You feed them, they are not sleeping. The, the mother has to go to work the next day. And the mother needs, needs some sleep. But the baby is wide awake. The baby is crying. When this is brought to my attention, I go back to the mistake that was made in the first trimester. I solve this problem. The physical body also, because don't forget that everything, during, uh, everything is controlled by the trophoblast. The trophoblast is the builder, the, is, the, is the builder of the human being from, from the, uh, the embryonic stage all the way to the baby stage, to the, to the, uh, the fetal stage. So what you have to do is you watch. You watch. This is the time that the mother, the mother has to be pampered. The woman has to be pampered. Pamper your woman in the first trimester. Don't say, oh, I, 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 I am not, I am not your baby's father. I am not your baby's father. I'm not sure, I, I, I'm not sure that I, I, may, I, I may be pregnant. I'm, I'm, I don't think so. Don't send shock waves when the baby's nervous system is developing. Don't do that. People are underinformed. The first trimester is very important because the foundation of the human body is being built. The nerves are the foundation of the human body. You may, you may, you may eat the right foods, as uh, Genesis pointed out. You may eat the right food, but if you don't know anything about proper nurturing, how to take care of the woman in the first trimester, you are going to screw up. And this is coming to this this is this is this is coming to haunt you after birth. As far as the second trimester is concerned, it is a time to develop the digestive system of the child. The whole digestive system. The pancreas, the few a few cells that the few cells that are going to form the pancreas, they are already in place and it's just the right prompting that will that, that will make them to spring into action. The trophoblast will give the prompting, will give the signal. The digestive system. Why is it that we have so many children who cannot, who cannot, who cannot, who cannot uh, uh, digest wheat bread or something that is made with wheat? You call them celiac, celiac disease. Why? Because something happened in the second trimester. Something happened in the second trimester. When the child was, when the, when the, when the, when the mother was supposed to have the subatomic particles 
to produce certain enzymes so that the genes of the baby learn to produce the genetic blueprint for wheat. The mother means the deadline. The mother means the deadline. For this reason, you are going to have a child who will not be able to digest wheat food. Such a child will always complain of chronic stomach pain. Mommy, my stomach hurts. Daddy, my stomach hurts. Sometimes the stomach will be connected to the head. Daddy or mommy, my head hurts. My head hurts. And then what do you do? You are going to give the child Tylenol because the head hurts? Oh, no, 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 no. What are you going to do? You are going to put a, uh, you are going to uh, uh, put a, what? Towel, a towel in water. And what are you going to do to the head? You are going to massage the, the child's head because the child hurts? No, 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 no. No, address the root of the problem. Address the root of the problem. You miss the deadline. And the trophoblast behaves in a way that if you don't know how to correct the mistakes that you made, the child will grow with a certain eating disorder. We have anorexia, nervosa, where the child is not hungry all day. And anytime the child eats something, the child will feel, he or she will feel stomach pain, severe stomach pain. So the reason, so the best thing to prevent stomach pain is not to eat. So the child will not eat. Then the child will be emaciated. Go leaner and leaner and leaner and leaner with all the bones sticking out. What is happening? Your father is a rich man. Your father is a multimillionaire. But the child is anorexic. So he doesn't. So he, he, there's, there's, there's no there's no money at, in the house. There's plenty of money. There's, there, there are tons and tons of money. But the child is anorexic because something happened in the second trimester. In the third trimester, mental emotions and the nervous come back again. This is the time that please stop bickering. Stop bickering. Please love each other. The child is ready to come into the world. It's now in the third trimester. The child is ready to come into the world. The child wants to come into this world with peace. With harmony, surrounded by harmony. And love, loving parents. In the nice ambience. Environment. This is what happens. And if the nervous system is not strong, you may have a breach birth. The child will come bottom first instead of head first. When this happens, I know right away what happened. I'm not going to ask anybody a question so that you say, oh, uh, you're going to blame the woman or you're going to blame the man. The woman is going to blame the man. No, I know what happened. It's a cold. I know the cold already. Or the child comes shoulder first, breach birth. 
I know what happened. In the third trimester is as important. The third, third trimester is as important as the first trimester. Then after birth, because you didn't know what happened when the child was in the womb, all right, there will be a replay. There will be a replay of what happened in the womb. You are now going to have these temper tantrums. These temper tantrums. You have fed the child, and still the child is crying. Yes. So now symptomatic is here to correct all that. So that you don't just go to gynecologist. You have to go to a symptometrist. You don't just go to a nutritionist. You have to go to a symptometrist. If you want to understand all this and know more about how to raise children and produce intelligent and healthy children. We are tired of these children being labeled ADD, hyperactivity, and all kinds of things. No, 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 no more. Symptometry is here to change all that. Thank you. You know, wow, you know, that's a great opportunity for the doulas and midwives to actually look at studying symptometry because they already have the the component of, of nurturance and care in place. So then, you know, to add the science of symptometry and, and the know-how and the experience, and, hey, we're, we're bringing people in this, helping bring people into this world at a, at a very, very high frequency, and that can even bring more love to the planet. So I think that's a great combination. <laughs> We, that's that's why I want to bring the that's why I want to bring that yin energy on tonight. <clears throat> a genesis, can you give me some, Yes, ma'am. Can you give me some feedback, uh, sweet? So, what are your thoughts or your feelings right now, as a as, you know, as a woman? Like, give me your female feelings right now, listening to this, and then give me that uh, give me that mystical uh, professional doula. Bring her in. Okay. Well, going from the female perspective first. Um, yes, you know, in 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 to take it from into layman's terms, where you are emotionally and energetically during your pregnancy will be the outcome of your child. You, you know, it's like a laboratory, and whatever it is that you're putting into your body, whatever thoughts that you're having, whatever you're seeing through your eyes is what is going to be the genetic makeup of that child. And so if you're depressed, if you're crying a lot, if you're in a relationship that is negative, if you're in a negative environment, all of that will show up in the child, okay? And so crying, um, certain food symptoms or allergies that the child has, certain behavioral characteristics that the child has, all of that is because the, the neurotransmitters and the nervous system is being created during the pregnancy, during the gestation period. And so it's very important the smells, the sound therapy that you take in and things that you experience during, you know, your pregnancy is very important. Um, you know, I tell my, my women that I'm training you for the Olympics. You know what I mean? I'm training you for the, the, the biggest event of your life. And so exercise, food, mental vibration, sound therapy, 
visualizations, what you're thinking about, the affirmations, the information that's coming into you. Um, you know, you, you really have to be on point with all of that. And so if there's negative people in your life, if the person that you're with is negative, you, you can't allow those things to come into your, your atmosphere because it will directly affect the child, directly affect the child. So it's very important um, if we can catch it before you even conceive, you know, and if you know that you want a child and start looking at the partner that you're with and see if you want those, those traits and characteristics that they have within that child. The home that you live in is energetically balanced for you to, one, conceive in, and two, to raise a child in because it will affect the child as the child is being born, as the child is developing, the food that you're eating. Um, if you have fibroids, if you have endometriosis, if you're having irregular menstrual cycles, all of those things need to be looked at and you need to go on a regimen four to six months before you even consider conception. You know, so, yes, we if you're already pregnant, then, yes, we want to deal with that. But we also want to get in the habit of building nations and building strong families beforehand. So, you know, this is why you had arranged marriages in the past. This is why you had certain people who were mated together for a reason to strengthen the bloodline and so that you knew the past, you know, the health information of the person that you were mating with. Because, again, going back to blood types and genetics, like we are cross mating and creating children and, and making them predisposition for diseases and illnesses that they shouldn't be, they, they, they just shouldn't be. So we have a responsibility. You know, we talk again, I say this all the time about unwanted pregnancy, but we have to talk about unwanted energy and what we're dealing with and what we're going contractually going into when we lay with someone and what's going to come from that. Now, my, my spiritual, my, my mystic answer to that is this is why I am a tantric doula because tantra is very important. When you're um, having sex with the person, when you're going into lovemaking, when you're going into that period of, of conception with the person, you know, you have to call forth that spirit of that child before they get here, create a relationship with the child before they get here, set the foundation and, 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 and the stage for the child to come into, which is your womb and which is your body. So there has to be healing work that is being done all while you're even, you know, having the, the concept of bringing a child forth. And so in going into Tantra, as we were saying, what is the name of the book again? That intelligent children aren't um, born, they're created? They're made, yes. Made, right. So that is where they're made, in the midst of those Tantric exchanges between you and your partner, and you're visualizing and you're affirming and you know, you are intentionally going into um, this union with one another, you're able to call forth those energies. You're able to communicate with that child and go into an agreement with the child of what they expect of you, you know, and what you're going to provide as a tool along that child's journey. So it's very important um, who we lay with and what our mind state is at the time of conception and going forward, you know, and making sure that the father is involved in the conception, you know, during the pregnancy, going to the yoga classes with the mother, um, preparing food for her, you know, making sure that she's eating the foods that she needs, giving her, you know, support and reinforcement all the time. Childbirth is not a negative thing. It is not a painful thing. It is very natural. You know, the cervix is a very strong muscle, so it's not doing anything but expanding. And once people are educated about what is happening with their body, the fear factor comes out of it. And then you know that you are in control, you know. So I'm in the business of creating warrior women, women who are fully educated about their birth, and they know that they have the power within so that there's no fears. 
And so when they're on a program or a regimen and they know in the first trimester, this is where my thoughts need to be, this is what I need to be in taking, these are the exercises I need to be on, the second trimester, what the father's role is, how much communication he needs to be having with the child while the child is in utero, what exercises they need to do, and then beyond birth. You know, getting ready for the celestial event of the child coming forward, what his role is during that time. And afterwards, we have to build those relationships way prior to the child getting here. So that when they're here, the foundation has already been laid. Mm, Thank you, thank you, thank you. What my gunshots at? That's what my gunshots. Amsu, I think we got a winner in the building with us um, added to the team. What do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. I want to say one more thing that's very important to the brothers since I know we have brothers on the line. Um, You know, childbirth and conception is not just a female thing. You know what I mean? It takes two. And so if you have asked your queen, you know, to go on that journey of having a child, but you're still drinking and you're still consuming drugs and you're still listening to certain music um, that is not beneficial to you, and then you're coming back and laying with that queen, you are very much responsible for what's going on. So that four- to six-month regimen and the foods that you're eating are very just as important for the male as the woman. It's not sacred semen if it's toxic and it's tainted. You know what I mean? And the development of the child and the, and the, and the nervous system, you know, they're, they're receiving DNA and information from the semen just as much as they are from the egg. So the men have to get on board and take conception just as serious, if not more so in case your mate is not educated to bring her up to par. Mm, the partnership aspect. <clears throat> Definitely I'm glad that you emphasized that. Dr. Nardi said that ritualistic sex during pregnancy. Definitely, definitely. Uh, if you all are liking what you all are hearing tonight in the chat room, just throw a nine up. Put, give me three nines in the chat room if you all are liking what you all are hearing tonight. If anybody wants to call in and got some comments, questions, or observations tonight for Dr. Nardi and our panel, please call in 347-205-9089. We got a nice epic show going on uh, once again tonight. Um, I just want to re- uh, restate for the people who came in late. Coach Kair and Original Native Radio is all about the babies. I really don't like adults. I let the adults go and talk to Dr. Nardi and talk to Amsu, things like that. I don't even want to talk to y'all sometimes unless it's going to make a difference for the babies. And that's the inspiration behind why I do what I do for healthy babies. I come from a domestic violent situation. So I can just imagine what my little brother is going through due to the fighting and the things that was going on while he was still in the womb. I was seven and a half. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was I was seven, and, you know, my parents were going through all this arguing and fighting and things like that, and so it's been a real journey for me to get the proper education because my policy is I'm going to be there every day. I'm going to see this baby every day from the time he get conceived. I got x-ray vision until the time he pop out, until the time one of us leave this planet, you know, and hopefully that will be me first, so we can, stay, we can stay on here together for a long time. But um, I definitely want to um, – Try to put all the brothers up on the science. And y'all need to be downloading this show. And when you don't just download and listen to it one time, this is one for the ages. You know somebody that's pregnant? Burn this on a CD and give it to them. Burn five or six CDs and keep them in the car. And you see somebody that's pregnant, you say, hey, I got something for you. 
How far along are you? And then start passing these things, and start start passing these CDs out and passing this information out. Don't hide it, divide it. That's our policy around here. All right, Dr. Nardi, I want to get into delivery. I want to get into delivery and post-care, post-pregnancy management. Some may call it aftercare or postnatal care, but I think it still uh, falls up under pregnancy management for the School of Symptometry. Can you uh, help us on um, you, you, we've got through the conception, we've got through the, 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 um, the, the, the gestation periods. Now can you take us through a very, very vital time when this entity is passing um, through the through this portal, you know, and if and if you would, could you start on the spiritual aspect of what is happening when a baby is coming in and joining with soul on that first breath, um, and then move into the more scientific part of correct food combinations and attitudes and nurturing and rhythms and so on and so forth. Um, when um, it's time for delivery. When uh, the water is about to break, or the, what the bag is about to break, or uh, when all the signs show that um, um, the baby is about to 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 establish his or her presence on this planet, gynecologists are good at um, at forecasting this because they have been monitoring the growth of the. The, the, the gestational uh, progress until this point. So they say the baby will be due in about two weeks. Sometimes it's one and a half weeks. Sometimes it's two weeks, one day, two weeks, two days, two weeks, three days, and so forth. But when it's closed, something begins to change in the relationship. Uh, in my situation, I was closer to my wife, and men should be closer to their wives around that time because they need every physical, moral, and emotional support they can get because there will be energy transfer. The man, the woman needs this energy transfer. Let the woman, let the man hold the woman's hand. It is not the nurse who should do that. The husband should do that. The strength that comes from from the, the, the man's, because the transfer of energy and strength that comes from the man helps to facilitate childbirth. The, as far as the spiritual aspect is concerned, I don't like to use the word soul. Because soul confines me to a very, very limited area called religion. Uh, as a scientist, I don't use such words. I shy away from them. What happens is there will be a burst of forces. A burst of forces. And these forces, it is these forces that are coming to establish the presence of the child among humans who walk, who talk, who listen, and who behave as humans. So these forces come from the spirit world. Yes, they come from the spirit world. 
the breathing shows that yes the child is now among us it's time to rejoice but is it really time to rejoice or is a moment of reflection i have always wondered whether when a child comes into this world it's time for jubilation or it's time for preparation. I've always considered this to be time for preparation. Let us now prepare for this arrival. How do we prepare for the child's arrival? Husband and wife, father and mother. You prepare by loving each other very, very much. Not intensely, but very much. Then, you have to decide what you are going to do. And whatever you are going to decide should be a joint decision. This is how we ease the incoming of the child into this world. Two of you, husband and wife, are agreeing to do almost everything together. Your thinking is in sync Everything is synchronized. That is the spiritual aspect. Because I keep saying the spiritual aspect, not the psychic aspect, because there is confrontation in the psychic aspect. In the spiritual aspect, in the spiritual sphere, there is harmony. There is love. There is understanding. And this will continue in this manner. I said pre-eclampsia. Pre-eclampsia Let's now come to the physical realm. This happens when you have seizures, when the woman is beginning to have seizures. We have particulates to increase the burst of electricity and energy so that the woman does not experience preeclampsia or eclampsia. Eclampsia occurs during childbirth when the woman is hyperventilating. She is experiencing shortness of breath. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. At the same time, she has to, she has to push. It's very difficult. Unfortunately, many women have lost their life during eclampsia. We are here as symptometry to prevent this from happening. We have a particulate that prevents eclampsia. We have a particulate that properly positions the child so that it comes head first. We have a particulate that strengthens uh, contraction. We have a particulate, the same particulate that strengthens contraction, also helps to, put, to, to release the placenta shortly after birth. And it also produce locia, L-O-C-H-I-A, so that locia is, um, is the waste product that was collected in a small membrane um, uh, during the gestation period. It has to come out. If it does not come out, the woman is going to stink real bad. And mm. that's going to be months after, months after childbirth. 
It has happened, and I've seen it, and I went back and I used the particulate in order to make the woman to smell good again. This woman had been smelling terrible. Six months after birth, right away I knew that the, construct, the contraction was not strong enough to release Lucia. And eventually, I, we solved that problem. She's fine. So many things happen, but you must have the right technical know-how and the right products to help the woman to deliver the child safely and healthily without any, any, any upheaval or what we call uneventfully. It does not mean that child, childbirth is, is, a, is, a, is a piece of cake. That's not what we are saying. The pain will be there, but it will not require epidural shots in the waist, in the lower back. It will not require that. Pain during childbirth is natural. This even enhances bonding between mother and child. If after childbirth you want the child to be vaccinated, go ahead and vaccinate the child. But after the vaccination, we have something to remove, to ionize the preservatives, the adjuvants in the vaccine. We'll, we'll clear that away. So that's not a problem. So that's what uh, that's what we do as far as delivery is concerned. Support from the father for the, or the husband, the presence of the father, the moral support of the father, and make sure that the woman, your wife, is comfortable during childbirth. And then there will be particulates to help ease all this so that there will be no complications during childbirth. Then after that, we'll talk about afterbirth. Um, Dr. Nardi, <clears throat> you definitely just hit on one of my things as far as <clears throat> the ease and the, and being comfortable. And I used to have a, a video on my website um, about water births. And I think back in the 90s, um, I had I was working at uh, UPS customer service, and the lady called in and she was like, "My package is not here." And, she, and I saw how much it weighed. I was like, "Lady, what you waiting on?" She said, "I'm waiting on a birthing pool." And so she started telling me about water births, and I started doing uh, my own personal research. And when I do have my first child, um, as a leader in my household, I would prefer my woman to be at home having a uh, water birth. Can you uh, speak on any um, uh, information that you have in, in your research and pregnancy management concerning water births ver versus, yes. um, versus hospital births? Yeah, but water births, what is water births? It's, it's just a continuation. It's a continuation of the child's environment. <laughs> the, the, the child is in amniotic, am, amniotic fluid in the placenta. It's already in water. So, so water birth is, is nothing but an extension of the child's, uh, of the child's uh, natural environment, of the baby's natural environment. So there's nothing, uh, there's nothing wrong with that because I remember there were some, there were some uh, obstetricians who were saying that oh, well, water birth would, re would result in drowning. And later on, <laughs> and the, their theory was shut down immediately. And later on, they, they, took, back, they, took, they took back their theory. 
I mean, because they realized that uh, it was complete folly. Uh, they, 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 in the placenta, the, the child is in water. Is the child drowning in the, in the placenta? No. The child would drown if the child has an underdeveloped lungs. The child would drown if in the placenta, uh, in the womb, if he's, he has an underdeveloped lung. Most of these children that are born, uh, that are stillborn, had underdeveloped lungs. All of them. No exception. And there were a few cases, no, no, no I will, uh, let me take it back. Not, not all of them. There were a few cases where uh, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a mold, there was a mold that killed the, the baby, uh, toxoplasmosis. Oh, that is a baby killer number one. Toxoplasmosis is a, is a fungus. If that fungus infects the woman and then it gets into the into the placenta, it's going to kill the baby right away. That 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 uh, uh, that that uh, uh, that uh, mold does not does not play at all. Then there is another bacterium called Listeria. Listeria is is also, is also another baby killer. This is why uh, I don't recommend that. Uh, 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 pregnant women eat certain dairies. You know, I don't recommend it because if if the if the dairy has listeria, uh, uh, there will be a, there will be a, a chance that it could, it could kill the baby. So this, as far as water birth is concerned, they are they, they are they, they, there is I've not I've, I've not personally um, read about risks in, in water birth except when the child was was already uh, stillborn before. It was delivered during the water birth. So make sure that the child is not uh, stillborn because uh, you, you give, you give uh, a lot of ammunition to, this, to, to these theoreticians who say that water birth drowns the baby. They say the baby was already dead before the, it came out. You know? So that's far as water birth is concerned, I'm for it. If you have somebody who, if you have a midwife who is good at it, I mean, go for it. I mean, it's just a natural, natural extension of the child's, of the baby's natural environment. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Y'all better call in. We got 11 minutes before I move to the after party, 347-205-9089. My next series of questions, probably when he goes in on this right here, we, I'm not going to be able to make the announcement because I'm not going to interrupt him. Um, when he gets flowing on this next one, uh, 347-205-9089. Nail, appreciate you for holding down the chat room. Uh, shouts out to Divine Love, Deborah Bonner, Cosmo Physics Radio, Absolute Nakia, Doc Vaj, all the guests we got, uh, Empress Ellie, Kristen Russell, and make sure you call Dr. Nardi tomorrow. She says she has two children with uh, autism, um, Dr. Nardi, so I've already gave, given her the number in the chat room. Uh, shouts out to Lisa Scott, Laughter 13, Misha up there in Toronto, Neb, Rashia Bolade, Sonata, Natir Akia, Sister Ignite, and Steady Kuti. Appreciate everybody for joining us tonight. Shouts out to everybody that's live on the line with us. You don't have to hang up. Just stay on the line and let's keep it moving. A uh, question from the chat, Dr. Nardi, is can you speak on induced pregnancy and the anesthetics right before and during delivery? Induced pregnancy or induced labor? Uh, I guess they're going to have to type it in the, type it in the um, 
Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I already know who that is. Let me um let me go down and find him. Open his mic. Ra, is that you? Ra, cool. Yeah, yeah that's me, champ. Go ahead and yeah, give him a question straight up. I um I want him to speak on induced pregnancy that they performing at an alarming rate and what kind of effect does that have on the generations that ain't getting the proper natal care. And um, what about giving the mother anesthetic before, you know, delivery and her spine and, and stuff like that? I want to know what kind of effects this has on the child from a, okay. from a cellular level. Anesthetic, I, w- I will not recommend anesthetic. No, I will not recommend. No, 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 I will not recommend because because um, they gave it to my wife in Ghana for of our first child and her right leg was paralyzed after after childbirth. I Go don't recommend it. Answer your question. Pardon? Uh, I my fault. Go ahead. I pardon me, Doc. Be finished, please. I didn't mean to cut you off. Pardon me. Oh, okay, 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 okay. No, uh, I said I said uh, now that now that symptometry uh, has has advanced and as we have the particulates to to enhance to enhance that. Uh, so that uh, pain, you know, anesthetic uh, anesthesia has been causing paralysis at a, at a very alarming rate. That's why they replace anesthesia with uh, uh, epidural shot. You see, mm-hmm. and but here's here's my here's my question: How many thousand women? How many thousand women became paralyzed or partially paralyzed? Before they had to switch to something else, everything is experimentation. Experimentation. We we don't need that. We have particulates for that to ease childbirth. You don't need any easier for that. Are the, are the particulates laboratorily manufactured, or are they organic foods or, or, or combinations? Or, or, no, or no, no. They, they are. We 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 have we have particulates that are made from from modern nature, from all kinds of sources from modern nature. Uh, some of them are made from uh, the secretion of the eel, others are made from uh, uh, leaves, others are made from uh, backs of trees and all that. So it depends on the, 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 the amount of electricity that they, that they have that they can tap and then uh, produce into a, turn into a particulate. You understand, Dr. Nadi, when we had a conversation on, on the phone, that we discussed how we can recognize certain wounds occurring in the body from looking at the birth chart. You remember that, don't you? Yes, yes. Okay. Then the the movement of the planets as a, as we can measure them and understand them at the, from the time of conception to the time of gestation and into uh, the natal epic, you know, the being born is concerned. We can then have a foreknowledge already on. What the, what part of the body that the baby would need the enzymes the most? Recognizing through the a patented eight place method that we use in cosmophysics, if there's a scar or a debility in the body, you with me? Yes, but the, here is here is here is here is here is the downside. You may use cosmophysics to do that, but you will not have the particulate to to to. to, to to, to produce the enzymes, uh, to, to, to have the, the, the child produce the enzyme, or the, the mother to produce the enzyme for that particular child. So you have to work hand in hand with a symptometrist. Yeah. Well, no science okay. works all by itself. 
To me, that sounds like a good combination, symptometry and cosmophysics. <laughs> I understand that the wounds come on certain parts of the body, like diseases, women that get breast cancer, and through generations because they're born in the cycles of their mother. And you just said this. Having a foreknowledge of it, the influences that are at play definitely give me the idea that, you know, because this is the reason why I asked about the... um. The enzymes being for specific parts of the body and, and different parts of the body and different systems of the body need an enzyme because it has its correlation to the universal man. And yes, yes, that was a question I answered earlier. That yeah. was a question I answered earlier that they are, they are segmental, they are called, we call them segmental enzymes and then general enzymes. Segmental yeah. enzymes go to certain parts of it could be in the, uh, the the solar plexus, it could be so, other yeah. parts of the body. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So certain enzymes benefit certain regions of the body, certain regions That's of correct. the body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. So that like the liver has a specific enzyme. That's correct. Yes. Yes. And when when I'm treating when I'm treating a, a woman who uh, who has cancer and has liver problems. I give the person the the, the 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 liver the liver enzymes. I don't give the person the pancreas enzymes. No, they are, these are segmental enzymes. <laughs> it's good to bear with you, Doctor Nadi. You know, I understand some things that uh, uh I need to know from you. You know, and I'm going. No, to that, 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 this I is the purpose. This is the purpose of the of the show for 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 an exchange, so that we are, we enlighten each other. Okay, yeah, indeed, because it, when, when, let me enlighten you to this, all right? People who are born, you know, with Sagittarius rising say these people are most susceptible to ulcers, man. And uh, uh, people who are born with Scorpio risings are those who are most susceptible to, to, to lung affliction. In childhood, I'm talking about, you know, un, a seemingly un- uh, 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 influenced or unnurtured pain or ache or disorder. And this statistically is 100% in my class. I got a 100% average with it. So therefore, we can tell from the time of birth what part of the body in the child is most likely. Now that we have a paddle, okay, that's what I would say symptometry is a paddle in a boat. <laughs> That you know that you get to steer your way through the the, the physical manifestation because it's going to regulate it's going to be regulated by the cycles you know that occur. Okay, in now let 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 me come in here because you may you may do your readings, but symptometry is on a mission. What is our mission? Not to accept, not to accept genetic susceptibilities. Oh, this mm. person, this person is as, is susceptible to ulcers. This person, this person is born or this is a susceptible susceptible to cancer and all that. Listen, I, I, I am, I am, I'm saying right now that I am, I have a genetic susceptibility in my nasal passage. Mm-hmm. I have suffered, I have suffered from sinusitis. For the for, for 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 how many years? Over forty four years until I That's was able to solve question. this problem. This is the first question I asked you when we first met. 
You see? No, yes, yes. I, you see, even though you even though you want to you want to discuss it in, in public, I, I would still like to 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 reserve to keep what I discuss with you in privacy. Okay, I understand that. that I understand yeah. that. My fault. So, my fault. My no, that's okay. I didn't, I no, didn't that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Because as a doctor, whatever we discuss in, in private, I, I don't. I don't discuss it uh, in public. So what? What? What we do? What we do is, when a person is susceptible to ulcers, we have a particulate that yeah. the person will be taking indefinitely, so that that person is not overcome by by that genetic susceptibility. That, if you are, if you are, if you are susceptible to cancer, you have a particular pardon to heal it, to heal it. Yes, 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 yes. But Dr. you see, Nardi, you know, I think, hold on for a second, Doctor Nardi. I think that that is what he was suggesting is that since he has had a hundred percent success rate of identifying it, but we haven't had. Uh, uh, we've had a zero success rate of where we could send somebody to. So now, if we realize that a person is born at a certain time with Sagittarius rising, and we know that that person is susceptible to the ulcer, we can say, hey, you need to go ahead and get this child over and talk to Dr. Nardi as soon as possible. But we're saying working together. We're not saying that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right, 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 right. I just wanted to make We are working point. together. You see, no, I, the, reason, the reason I interjected is because, the reason I interjected was because until Raku, uh, until, until uh, he, I mean, uh, he made his master appearance, and then that was very beneficial, many people have been living and have been eating according to their blood type. They have been eating according to their blood type. Oh, I am, uh, I am type O. I am supposed to be eating this. You are said no. You are condemning yourself. You are condemning yourself to vulnerability. Don't do that. The purpose of birth is for us to correct the mistakes of our ancestors and our forebears. That is why we were born. We were not born to come and suffer like as they suffered. So if we have now the knowledge and the opportunity to do that, let cosmophysics team up with symptometry so that we clear all the diseases from the face of the planet. Mm. Well, I ain't got no problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. I told that already too, man. <laughs> <laughs>
And when you say that they all come from Mother Nature, I wondered what kind of plants and herbs specifically are used because it's just, you know, I want to get down to the nitty. I want to know everything about it, you know, not not in, in the skeptical's mind because I can see that I know that everything works in in, in cycles and therefore uh, so does the appearance of the remedy, you know. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that um, we don't have on this planet one person that can do it all. Renaissance men, so to speak, were those who were attempting it. But, you know, in our history, as far back as we can trace and dig up out of the mud, right, um, we've always, our doctors have always been specialists. So we're just all going to contribute to the fiber-optic network. Yes, Absolutely. Let me get on some yeah. more of these calls right here, Rob. Okay. Stay on the line. Uh, caller from the 6094. Ah, whoa, man. Okay, I got one more question. I'm going to open the line up because i got to ask this one because I know I'm feeling the energy of the people listening. And some people's Dr. Nardi are saying, well, Dr. Nardi, it seems like everything that you've been talking about tonight is from uh, people who are in relationships, nurturing relationships. But we know that we have a high rate of divorce in the United States. We have a lot of um, uh, abandonments going on or relationships not making it. Uh, the, uh, the mother will get pregnant, and by the time she has the baby, she has it alone. And she may spend um, half or mo- most of or even a little bit of a part of the pregnancy uh, by herself, surrounded in fear, um, not having someone to hold her hand. I, I had put a post on uh Facebook just a while ago, and I said um, uh, about, you know, um, holding hands and during the last uh, trimester, and it was a young lady, and she's five months pregnant and in a shelter for abused women. So let's say her and the father don't reconcile, and she still has to have the baby on her own. There are millions, not just a few, but millions of this situation that has uh, went on where the relationship didn't work, and now the, and, and, um, now the woman is up under circumstances where she's getting ready to have this child in duress by herself. And even now, some women may have a one-year-old or a two-year-old or a three-year-old and haven't seen the father since she got pregnant. Um, and this psychological effect has been wearing down on the on the mother because I talk to them and see them and have seen it over the years, and of course, it's having this kind of effect on the child as well. Can you speak to what type of answers symptometry has? For the single mother, the single mother who had the child, you know, alone by herself and is not in that particular relationship. She didn't have the man to to talk nice to her, you know, and she's in the situation where she's at right now. We don't have a time machine to go backwards. How do we stay in the now and uh, help and, and have symptometry come to support that and improve upon that growth? Thank you. Um, this is not something that I glossed over. Uh, something that I hopped, skipped, and jumped over. It is something that is an integral part of pregnancy management. Um, I've had women who are wives of soldiers. Their husband went to 
Afghanistan or to Iraq and did not come back or they came he came back in a, in a casket all right what are you going to do there's nobody there to hold your hands when it's time for for childbirth it's not just a matter of being a single parent and that uh, you are going to divorce there are certain situations in life that take the man away from you your loved one away from you i would like to address it from two different perspectives you need an energy partner you need an energy partner if there was love between you and the man before he passed away that energy partner will be as strong as if he were alive there are people I was raised by a single mother after a certain age because my father died. He was run over by a truck, and uh, that was it. But even before then, we were, we were all by ourselves in, in Ghana, and he went to Gabon. And um, later on, even though he was abusive, um, I did not miss him too much, but I still had him in my mind. My mother did not have my father's presence in Ghana, but she was pregnant. When, when, she went, when she came back from Gabon, she was pregnant, and she had the baby who happened to be, who are now my younger brothers, who they had baby without my father. So it is not uncommon. It is common. You create an energy partner. That energy partner is there. That you draw your, 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 your strength and your support from that energy partner. This is where imagery plays, plays a major, major role in strengthening you. And imagery is, also delivers strong, positive impulses. Just like as if, just as if the man was physically present in the room. The other perspective is this: if you have a husband who is not supportive at all, and he's not around, he even denies that he is the father of your child. So what do you do? You still need an energy image. You need one. And who is that one going to be? That person could be your father. That person could be your uncle. Somebody who, a, a male figure whom you have a lot of respect for. You need one. Because you need to continue to generate strong, positive impulses. The physical presence of the person does not matter. In war-torn areas, fathers are not around. Husbands are not there. They are dead or they are in jail or something is happening. Or something happened to them. You need a strong energy image, energy partner. So this is the contribution of symptometry.
when we have such, such women, we encourage them to have a strong energy partner or a strong energy image. And it works very well. How many children were raised by their mother who had a strong energy image? Millions of them. Millions. And they, they, they did not become serial killers. These children went on to become presidents. These children went on to become ministers, generals, and so on and so forth. So there's nothing wrong with being a single mother or a single father. What you need is you call symptometry and will help you to develop a strong energy image or a strong energy partner. Thank you. Mm. Bananas. Whew. Let me open the lines up. Caller from the caller from the six oh nine four one two. Thank you for holding. Your microphone is wide open. How uh can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Caller from the six oh nine four one two. All right, we're moving along. Uh I had a caller been on I'll hold on over they accidentally pressed the knob since the beginning of the show. Caller from the seven one six Nine three five. Did you uh, have a comment or question for Doctor Nardi? Hello, caller from the seven one six nine three five. Hello. Peace, I'm here. Peace. Who is this right here? This is Mark Kuwal Moon from the Academy of Cosmophysics. Mmm, 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 mmm. how you feeling today, Lord? Oh, I'm feeling good, excellent. I'm glad I tuned into the uh, show. I have a question for um, Dr. Nardi. Um, I think I think the question was already answered. Um, as being a man, the trimesters are there's three trimesters, so that's broken down into three. I assume that's my first question, and my second question uh, is just the the. Uh, the enzymes that uh, in what foods uh, produce the enzymes for the nervous system, or what herbs, according to symptometry, that could promote or strengthen a weakened nervous system, or 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 and as well as the liver. Those oh yeah, just, okay. Well. <laughs> Usually, I prefer I prefer that you ask me one question at a time. That's that's okay. Um, as far as the trimesters are concerned, I will just recap by saying that the first trimester is for physical and nervous system. The second trimester is for the digestive and emotional system. Uh, emotional, yes. And the third trimester is mental and nervous. So that it recaps that. As far as enzymes are concerned, the foods that uh, the foods that uh, that help us to produce a lot of enzymes. You find these foods in amino acids, and uh, you find these foods for 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 vegetarians, vegetarians, uh, vegetarians or, or, or vegans. Um, they have a lot of enzymatic problems because they don't get the the iron to produce thirty uh, percent of enzymes from the right sources. So this is this explains why uh, many, many, many of them are very anemic uh, or they do not produce uh, uh, certain enzymes. 
And if you be don't if you don't produce certain enzymes, you'll not be able to produce certain neurotransmitters. And if you don't produce certain neurotransmitters, you are going to have certain cravings. Eventually you may have cravings for, for salty food, craving for tobacco, craving for sweets, or craving for raw food. You see, raw food eaters think uh, uh, it is it is it's the right thing to do. They are not aware that they are not they, they, they are drawn to raw food because they are not producing certain enzymes. Uh, once they begin to produce the enzymes uh, that, uh, uh, that the, especially these enzymes that are made with sub subatomic particles, they will not be attracted, attracted to eating raw foods anymore. You see, we, we've had many people who, who discontinued eating uh, raw food just because they started producing enzymes. Now, all of a sudden, the raw food does not taste right. It doesn't taste right in their mouth anymore. So this is how, how you use enzymes to, uh, to, to improve your, your digestive situation. The foods that, uh, that we have are mostly greens, mostly greens. Uh, turnip green is good. Color green is good. Mustard green is good. But many people are turned off, <laughs> turned off by turning green. They don't like it. But, hey, well, you don't eat to satisfy your taste buds. I didn't, I didn't like uh, turning green initially. But uh, after, I studied, after I studied what turning green does botanically, I started liking it. And then, uh, hey, I, I started seeing, seeing and enjoying the benefits of turning green. So they help us to produce a lot of enzymes, especially in our colon. And turning green even replaces yogurt, triabasic calcium sulfate, and triabasic calcium phosphate. For people who are lactose intolerant, turning green solves the problem perfectly. So if you want the foods that produce enzymes, you get them from these, uh, these greens. There are other foods that produce enzymes, but these produce the most. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. Brother Marku, how's that for you? You all right? Yeah, that was oh, that was that was excellent. As a matter of fact, um, the raw food diet is something that I have heard within the past two years, and a lot of the things that um, doctors been talking about have been things that I have been researching, and I'm interested to look more into the symptometry. Um, but I don't, I don't. Maybe I misheard the uh, the time frame of the trimesters. Is the first trimester three months, the second three months, and the, uh, uh, how does what is the numerical? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Trimester means three, three. Yeah, uh, trimester means three. But you see, it is not so rigid that okay, it starts on the first day of this first day of this month, and then it lasts, it ends on the last day of the third month, and so on and so forth. No, not you know. Sometimes there's a gray area. Uh, sometimes you know, especially the. the the third trimester, there are children, there are children who are not born in the 39th week. There are some of them are born on the 40th week, and I would not recommend it at all. And uh, that's not good because the child, will, usually these children uh, are born with a lot of skin diseases. You know, uh, the skin is, uh, uh, I mean, the amniotic fluid is so filthy that you know the the the, the baby's skin is beginning to uh, absorb some of these. Uh, uh, some of this filth, you know. So it's good for the child to, I mean, to 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 be out within nine 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 and a half months. It's time for the child to be out. After that, oh no, the place is so filthy, you know. It's time to leave. 
So three meals, three meals, three meals. Yes, basically. Okay, so so my uh, I don't, this leads me this leads me to I don't want to take up too much time, but one more. Um, so what you're saying is is that not only the enzymes uh, that are produced to help the body in the, the digestion process, which promote help for uh, organs of the baby as it develops, but it's also important for people to time. Um, you know, a lot of people have uh, children, and it's unexpected. It's important. What you're saying is, it's important for people to prepare in a health fashion before they even conceive of the child. Uh, as yes, well that, that, that's, 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 that's why. That's why I I, talk, I mentioned preparation. Preparation Does is very promote, important. I didn't mean I didn't mean to cut you. Does the eating healthy before or prior to the conception promote the nine month? Is is that nine month? You know, they mostly say that children take nine months to come out. Is that um, eight <laughs> months plus the one month before? Or is that promote healthy birth, or is that considered healthy, or is eight months non-healthy? Or can you explain that? Verify that? Okay. No. Yes. Yes. Here's my question. This 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 idea of eating healthy, I don't I don't buy that anymore, because eating healthy, what does it mean? It, it, I, I, I've, I've met people who told me that they eat healthy and then they eat corn. Right. You see. I prefer that I prefer the expression eating scientifically, scientific living and scientific eating. Then you know that whatever you are going to put in your mouth, you know the pluses and the minuses of what you are of your action. That is scientific eating. So when when you are preparing for a child to come into this world, I would recommend scientific eating. You know the downside of garlic. You know the downside of eating raw onion. You know the downside of drinking sodas so that you don't predispose the child to brain tumors and tumor in the kidney. So this is what I mean by scientific eating. So please, with due respect, let us live uh, eating healthy and then let us, let us adopt scientific eating. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. <clears throat> Absolutely. Appreciate that, Marco. We'll catch you in the chat in the after party, the after after party over in Cosmophysics. I know you're getting ready to go post and ham over there. Uh, <laughs> next caller, caller from the 609-412. Your microphone is wide open. We're going to try you again before I move to the next caller. Hello, caller from the 609-412. All right, they might have pressed it by accident. Caller from the 917-734. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the 917-734. All righty, moving right along. Well, we know whose microphone this is. She's ready, too. Uh, the, one of the newest uh, entrance exam passes into the College of Symptometry, Miss Kimberly, your microphone is wide open. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing excellent, excellent. I'm tonight. The show is going to be on. Um, pregnancy management, but wow, this has just been very, very, very insightful, and I'm going to be able to take some of this information back to my clients, as I do anyways, and continue to educate them on the importance of before, during, and after care of having our babies. The other thing is, what a treat to be able to hear Raku on the phone tonight. You didn't tell me about that. 
And I find it so ironically how you managed to merge these two concepts together that we'll be able to be more empowered. As a matter of fact, I got a reading from him last night, and some of the things that he was able to share with me, and even though I had all forgot about some of my um, early childhood um, issues, I was almost argumentative with him when I told him, no, no, I don't have any issues with my throat or my sinuses. And then I remembered that I've gotten my sinus, I mean, my tonsils taken out when I was about uh, 12 or 13 years old, which that information then gave me help to when I talked to Dr. Norty this morning um, to continue in my care as we continue to work on some of the issues and they are eradicated, they're gone, I don't have to deal with it, more issues come up or I begin to start now to look at my childhood to see how I'm going to correct those things. So it's very, very exciting to see that these two, um, that we'll be able to get more insight from Raku, but then we'll be able to go over to Dr. Norty and get the help with our enzymes so that our bodies will be able to produce what it needs so that we can be a much more happier and healthy um, family on this planet. And I'm just really excited. I, I just don't know um, the gratitude that I have for you when you told me to listen to this show. I think it's been about 12 weeks now how it has changed my life in ways that you can never imagine and more so changing my family and the people are around me. So just like always, I just like to put out my two cents and say I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to learning more. I'm looking forward to my journey as a symptometrist and how I will be able to get more students involved in the program that they can help themselves and then go out to help their family and their community. And I thank you so much, Dr. Norty for picking up the phone the past two mornings at 4 a.m., and I told you I was going to test you when you just laughed, but you you are always there, and I'm just looking forward to building and learning from you and being able to go out and do be about my business and continue to help this country, this nation, and everyone around us, the human family, to be able to achieve optimum health. Thank you. Yeah, but, uh, yes, but... Uh... <laughs> you, you were testing me at you were testing me at four o'clock. This you were testing me at four o'clock, and and I pick up the phone, and you you were you said you were testing me. <laughs> I was already up. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's strong right there. You call him at four o'clock. He said, "Yeah, I'm here," and no and no sleep in his voice either. Right there. <laughs> It's like, now nah, I don't want to wait. I just want to get on the phone because every time I call, I just get this wealth of information from Dr. Norty that just, it just resonates. It just makes sense. And I'm just grateful to be on this journey because I just feel great. I feel awesome. And I'm just looking forward to all of the information that I still don't know. It's the unknown. That's the spectacular part. I appreciate it, Ma. Stay on the line for a second. Let me get over here. Um, I want to bring um a Genesis. Just let me know that she has to get ready to go. She got two little strong kings and sons in the household. Um, before she leaves, I definitely want to tell her uh thank you 
for joining us tonight. Um, and please um, uh, give me some of your thoughts and comments on what you heard tonight about symptometry, maybe how you could add this to your practice, and let people know how they can also get in contact with you, like what is your website or your phone number or what you got going on down in Atlanta. Okay. So, um, again, thank you for having me. And my website is www.divinedeliverance.web.com. My contact number is 404-941-5739. And, again, a lot of my services, you know, cover and incorporate what we talked about tonight. I do astroception with the astrology between the mother and the father, um, honing in on the child, moon fertility, making sure that the womb is fertile, um, regimen therapy, the you know, the foods that we're eating, the thoughts that we're taking in, the whole gamut on that. You know, tantric sex, incorporating the tantric connection between the mother and the father. Um, so I cover all of those services. Uh, I have a tantric retreat coming up in July. Um, and we're going to work towards a 24-hour lock-in for couples so that they can get the education that they need. Uh, about everything that we've discussed. I do want to uh, get more information for myself to incorporate some of the things that we've discussed on the call tonight, Um, the information about the enzymes and um, the foods, you know, the foods that we're not supposed to be eating that we've been given to the children is very important to make sure that um, the information and the education that's being divulged to the the public is thorough. But we definitely need to have that information. a lot of what has been said on the call tonight, I concur, you know, and I support. Um, again, it goes back to education and energy. You know, when you value yourself, when you put yourself first and you know the value on your life, then you won't settle for second class. You won't settle for second best. And that is how you treat your body, you know, honoring your temple, the partner that you're choosing, the mate that you're choosing, the environment and the surroundings that you have. You'll take life a lot more seriously when you know that you're a scientist, you're an architect, and you're building a foundation for a child to come forth. Um, And that's your legacy. You know, what you leave behind and what you rear your children to be is your legacy. How your children develop is a direct reflection of who you are. You know, so whatever's going on in your life, whatever truth that you hold, whatever lies that you hold will come out in your children. You know, so nothing is not revealed. It will all be revealed in your seed. So we definitely have to take um, the ushership of being parents more seriously. You know, we get qualifications and certifications and everything from yoga to teachers to massage therapists, and we need to start getting certified and being qualified parents. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, for you and all the listeners who are, like, dovetailing and listening and hanging on the words, um, I would suggest what to consume and the downside of nutrition. The downside of nutrition is where the entrance exam um, is, going to, is coming from for the School of Symptometry. Dr. Nardi is looking for 1,000 uh, doctors in the School of Symptometry. And right now, I know we don't have 100 already taking the course. So we are definitely looking forward to that. Please um, study your downside of nutrition. That's that's a genesis, and everybody else up under the sound of our voice downloads and live. And then what to consume, I know that you will thoroughly enjoy that because not only does it list the 45 foods, but it also has a partial enzyme chart in the book 
like being able to look and see that it takes 111,000 enzymes to digest corn. So why are we putting corn on the child's plate? And then the child is like, I don't want it. He's trying to make a mess, and we upset, talking about you ain't going to get up till you finish cleaning your plate. His body's telling him he don't want that, you know what I mean? Um, understanding that nuts <clears throat> are plant food and not human food, you know, understanding that a lot of these uh, uh, fruits that are contain a lot of citric acids are waste products of the tree that, even the tree don't even want to consume. The orange tree, he's not trying to consume the oranges. He's getting that stuff off of him. So I, um, everybody who needs one of those books, you can. Um, we want to invite you to go over to symptometrybooks.com, symptometrybooks.com. They got, we got the symptometry books, and we have all the archive shows on there. For Also for the midwives and the doulas who may be joining us for the first night, on that same page, please go back and listen to show number two on March the 13th, 2012, Symptometry, Ladies' Night, Healing Everything. That show, we dedicated that strictly to the ladies. We had so many um, similar questions that we probably did not get to tonight because the night was dedicated to the care um, and discussion of pregnancy, you know, just by itself. And Dr. Nardi still has tons of research. He just denied he kind of like stayed in the flow of where I wanted him to go. Well, I not always want him to go. I just want him to be on the topic and then kind of cover it in a general consensus to make people um, have some knowledge, the right knowledge, and be curious enough to say, well, what is the next step? The next step is getting the books finding out more about the website, finding out more about what is symptometry. Why is symptometry the ultimate health care we've never heard of? And how can we start getting the word out more about symptometry? Because symptometry is not just about herbs or, or, or medicine, but 70% of the science is nurturing. So that was another reason why I invited you on the call tonight, because doing the tantric relationships, and, and as me and you had talked offline about tantric lifestyles, it is about nurturing a person's heart, you know, and and the feeling. So I definitely am happy, 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 happy that you are um, on the line tonight, and hopefully we can be doing some wonderful things in the future moving forward, spreading the message of symptometry and building relationships and the tantric lifestyles and holistic living as a whole. Um, the autism show I want everybody to listen to is show number nine. I know um, – I was going to tell Brother Marku to listen to show number nine. It says a grandma's story and the success particulate. And that was about the grandmother whose son used to run out in the street because he suffered from autism. Every time he would hear a car engine, he would run to it. And so she tells her story, and Dr. Nardi really gets into um, the um, whole the whole gamut of covering um, autism. And I think that adding the Ladies' Night show together with that the grandma's story and autism <clears throat> along with tonight's show is, you know what I'm saying, it's just going to be bananas for those who want to put it together. Um, I don't know for sure if I'm cool on announcing this tonight, Dr. Nardi, but also while I got everybody's ear before I take the next caller, uh, please go over and check out symptometry.info. Symptometry.info. Symptometry is getting a new facelift. It's getting a new facelift, and it's kind of under construction, so we would definitely like for people to go over and check out what we got going on thus far. I hope I don't get in trouble for announcing that, um, this particular uh, site too early, but um, it, has been under, it has been under wraps, 
but we are renewing the face of symptometry um, as we speak. Um, want to give a humongous, humongous shout out to Destin Designs, www. Destin Designs for all your website and graphic needs. Please check her out. She is a part of the symptometry. Technical family, because we got all different angles, like Dr. Nardi was saying. Teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, Dr. Nardi, I think he said the other day, he said, no, I've not had a reading before. I don't know about astrology, but I know about these enzymes, and together we can win. Right, Dr. Nardi? That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. And and it's the the strong humility that keeps me attached to Dr. Nardi. I've never been in a conversation with him where he's act like he was a know-it-all. You know, he's a, there's a there's a big line to me between a know-it-all and an expert, and he is an expert at what he does. But his humility is 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 that of where I put him in the field of master teachers and a master student. You know, um, his daughter told me that he even um, I I. I I gave the brother some words. I said, Dr. Nard, I want you to take a couple of hours off for yourself. I tried to get him to buy a plane ticket, actually, and take a whole day off. And he said, no, Kaya, I cannot take a whole day off. I have too many people, too many people to help. So I did get word through the grapevine that Dr. Nardi took a couple of hours off the other day for, <laughs> for himself. So I'm really... um. I'm really happy about that 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 he um <clears throat> that he did that and um um especially he has a birthday coming up June the eighth, so make sure y'all get ready to flood him with the birthday wishes on the calls and on the website and all of that also we need more people over on the symptometry fan page. So just type in Symptometry on Facebook, and you will find our fan page. Um, in three months, we went from nine people on the fan page to earlier today, I think we had like 155. We're trying to get to 1,550. We're trying to multiply that times 10. So please post the Symptometry fan page on your page if some of this information has touched you and helped you. So um, I think that's about that on running my mouth. A Genesis once again, thank you for joining me tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, she's a fireball. She's a fireball. She has a great deal of humility as well. And uh, we are working on me and her having a show on Original Native Network as well, maybe like on a Saturday night, talking about extensively about relationships and the tantric lifestyle. So please stay tuned when you see a Genesis and Coach Kair pop up on the network. <clears throat> strap in because it's going to be, you know, we're going to go ahead and just bend it back and put, and, and put some more rocket fuel on it. All right, uh, a Genesis, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. And um, I don't know when, when you got to go, but I just definitely want to give you your due respect before you got off the air tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You can also catch her some nights on there's a uh, radio station in Atlanta. What's the call numbers for that show in Atlanta? WRFG or 89.3 FM. It's www.wrfg.org on Thursday evenings. Is that Juanique Shabazz's network? Uh, yes, it is. All right. Big shouts out to Juanique Shabazz. Tell him I'm giving him shouts out over here on Original Native, and we look forward to having him down here as well and, and, uh, and, and Genesis, doing some stuff Genesis, with us. Genesis, I yeah. will ask you, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be visiting your website, and uh, I may be giving you a call one of these days. I will work on that. Thank you very much. You are welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. Pop out. You know what I got to do. Where's my, where's my what, what, am, am, so you know what it is.
Am so you've been over there kind of quiet tonight, man. Got too happy on the sound effects. Am so you've been over there too quiet tonight. Give me some of your feedback tonight as a Greensboro shaman. How you been feeling about the show tonight? I think the show is going really well tonight, and you know this is this right here just kind of gives us an example of how everything starts to fit together. How symptometry, astrophysics, um, birthing, doula, uh, you know, Tao, I Ching, all of these. All of these pieces are a part of the divine universe, and what we're what we're able to do is bring these pieces together. And I think what um, what we see here with symptometry is that it, it has such a, a, a vast amount of knowledge because it's touching one of the things that that we really that's really important to it is that we really have to feel good to actually to do the other things that we need to do, and. Um, and so it's bringing this science to the arena that we haven't seen. And and all the people, what, I, what I'm really finding is that there are more curious people on the call that will, will say, oh, wow, you know, this is something new, you know, and someone that's willing to give this information so that there will be more symptomatists. Like you, you mentioned earlier, Dr. Nardi Dr. would like to have a 1,000 Symptometrist by 2015, and um, each day we get somebody else coming in. So it's, it's always good to know that people are interested, and in that the American College of Symptometry wants to help cure human illnesses on this planet. And and the only way that can happen is with more people coming in and bringing their great talents and abilities along with uh, the broadcast of this show and the things that that uh, we that we have to do together. And I just I was just sitting back tonight just letting y'all have it and enjoy it because, hey, you know, sometimes uh, that's what's needed, you know, um, especially for my own healing because I was hearing some, some things for the first time tonight myself. So it's excellent. excellent. Well, look, we got to get you on the spot, Dr. Nardi. You... You know, I got to get him too now. Uh, he's one of my mentors. You said, said something about being happy. So can you talk about the importance of happiness during pregnancy, before, during, and after? Can you? Um, I want you to speak on that. No, uh, happiness, happiness. Wait, 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 Dr. Nardi, wait. I'm, oh, hold on. Oh, oh, sorry, I know you can answer. I want to hear what Brother Amso. I want to hear Dr. Abbott. <laughs> okay. I want to hear Dr. Abbott tonight. I want to hear one of the other... You know what I'm saying? The other scholar, but you know, sometimes like Kimberly said, she said, I had to call him at 4 o'clock. Uh, I want to hear the other doctors and, uh, and, and hear what he has to say about uh, one of the board members and the president of the North Carolina Symptometry Arm. How, uh, what he has to say to any of the young ladies or the men um, listening tonight, what would uh, Dr. Abbott say about the importance of being happy during pregnancy and uh, pregnancy management contribute? You know, you know Kaya, this, this was a really a, a significant evening for me because, you know, some years ago um, in a previous relationship that I was in, um, I, you know, I ended up, you know, we had a, a, a child in the, in the process going, but, the, you know, the baby was born, he was a stillborn child. And, um, you know, that was really, really devastating to me and to to know 
and you know, and both of us were in in the healthcare arena and and well up on so called the proper things and the, and the with the, with the uh, midwives and doulas and all of those things, but nonetheless, stressors. Okay, and it could have been berries because blueberries were were, were part of it. So it, I don't know exactly what it was, but it just some of those. Things like fungus and mold that are on consumable items that we we ate or that she ate that could have affected the baby. So um, the, the positive impulses, the food, all of those things are important. It's just like I know in in um, Asian medicine. I mean, you have, we have the seven emotions, which each of them touch into the five elements, and one of them, uh, which joy comes out of the heart. So our heart has, which is, we know, pumps our blood and things of that nature. So by the heart pumping blood and blood being the vehicle for our forces and our our soul and our spirit or whatever um, area that we want to come from and and what names we use, but therefore for for healing purposes, for, for life purposes, these are all things that are, you know, really, really important. And so the attitude, the positive impulses, those things are, are basically 70% of what makes us healthy. And, you know, listening to, you know, everybody on the call and everybody out there listening now, we need to make sure as a, as a community, as a nation, that we start to nurture each other. So that we do have healthy offspring coming to this coming into this dimension, and uh, that's the way that I see it. Mm. He's in the building, Doctor Nardi. <laughs> Doctor Nardi, would you like to add on about the importance of happiness as we um, um, during the pregnancy and joy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm uh, uh, well. He's he's an outstanding student, and uh, he's he, he has he has he has made a major contribution in this direction. And uh, all I have to add right now is, when we talk about happiness, happiness is not just about uh, husband and wife. Uh, if you have a pet, also, if you have a pet, also, the pet should be happy. Take, uh, take good care of the pet. If you have, if you have uh, somebody who works in the house, make sure that you radiate this happiness also to the person. Because don't only be happy in the house and then outside your house, you are, you are, you are a complete tiger or you are a complete lion. You know, no, no. Let happiness not only be limited to your family, let it also radiate. Wherever you are, wherever you are. And because if you don't do this, you'll be hypocritical. If you are hypocritical, the baby in the womb will know that she's not receiving the right vibes. Make sure that whatever you are doing is sincere. Genesis was talking about sincerity. Yes, I confirm it. Continue in that direction, and eventually you are going to reap a good reward. After birth, 
after birth. Birth is the report card of all your performance during the, your, during the gestation period. Mm. Birth is the report card. Did you do well or you did not do well? We'll see. If there are complications during childbirth, well, that's your report card. Either it's a C or a D. If you did very, very well, you are going to have an A. And A, and that could be high score point. So birth is a report card. We should never, never forget this. Thank you. Ooh, we. He's... John is there. Mm. <clears throat> Let me get to my next caller before we get up out of here. Caller from the 586-344. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Greetings. This is S.J. Chambers calling from Metro Detroit. Thank you. What's your name again? S.J. Chambers. Ah, S.J. Chambers. How you doing tonight? I'm Fantastic. This is truly a wonderful science and tree. This is so awesome. Um, I would like to give a testimony as well as have a question. Absolutely. I have three, ch- I have three children. My firstborn, I did not have an epidural. He has never experienced any illnesses. My daughters, however, I've had epidurals for each, and my oldest daughter um, began to have nocturnal seizures at four. And my other daughter um, developed, um, she had, what is that illness she had? She had some kind of illness where they had to remove her appendix. (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You see, um, uh, I, I got the last name, but not the first name. I know Chambers, but what's the first name? S.J. S as in Sam, J as in Jennifer. S.J. Chambers, Dr. Nardi. S.J., okay, S.J. Senior. Okay, now. <laughs> what did you do? You see, in symptometry, we don't encourage guilt. We don't put people on a guilt trip. We don't do that. So don't feel bad, and then you'll be depressed tomorrow and all that. Hey, it has happened. So symptometry is now here to correct all the mistakes that you made. The nervous system was not well developed. I don't know what happened when you, when you, when, uh, uh, when, during your first trimester. I don't know what happened between you and your husband, but the report card has been issued. Uh-oh. And you have failed. So what you did, as I said, I, I was not there, so I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm just looking at the report card. For your child to develop seizures, convulsions, no. The nervous system is taking too long to mature. You have to strengthen it quickly. You have to strengthen it quickly because it will come back. It will mm. come back. Is coming back. I there is a there is a there is a there is a navy, there is a navy uh, uh, a guy in the navy who is over thirty years old. 
he was discharged from the Navy because he was having seizures in his sleep. He was having seizures in his sleep. So I will be, I will be, addre I will be addressing this uh, very soon. As far as the appendix, as far as the, what happened to the appendix is concerned, um, that, part, that part of the body, that is an extension of the, of, of the, of the intestine, was not, was, 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 not, was not well developed. And then if it's not well developed, it becomes inflamed very easily. And if it becomes, it becomes inflamed and, it's not, and it ruptures, you know, it's very toxic. Blood will be blood will be poisoned, and the child would die of toxemia, toxin in bloods. So I mean, circulating throughout the whole body. So you are asking me what have I done? Well, new day, new lessons. Now you have a new lesson. Make sure. <laughs> Make sure you ionize the blockage from your, your, from your children, all your children, including yourself. Okay. Make sure that your blood is well sanitized. Make sure you be around for your children, and your children will be respectful and will be nice, will, will, will treat you with respect even as you age, so that they become your friends. You will not be their mother. You will be their trusted confidant. So we are ready to help you to walk the rest of your journey. Okay? All right. I look forward to being a symptometry student. Good, good, good. That, that's, the first, that, that's the juiciest part of our communication this evening. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, right. Awesome, baby. <laughs> It's awesome, baby! This is a dream come true. Yeah, I, I hadn't hit y'all with that one right there tonight. That's right. Woo! Boy, it's fantastic, Ryan. Look, got another hand just went up. Hold on. Uh, Caller from the... Uh, thank you, S.J. Chambers. Love you, babe. Caller from the 404-931. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is LaDonna. Call hey, LaDonna. How you doing? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Good. Well, uh, first off, I want to say that this is some very powerful information, and thank you very much, Dr. Nardi. Uh, I You're heard welcome. you. You just you just mentioned about someone having seizures in their sleep. Now, how how would one know that they're having seizures? And the reason why I ask is because ever since I was a child, when I'm sleeping, my legs, like they shake very, like they shake nonstop, like all night. And people have told me this. I've never felt it. It's never woke me up or anything like that. Does is how would you know if you're having seizures in your sleep? No, you 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 just you just you just answered the the question partially. You just answered the question partially. Number two, your breathing. Your breathing will, 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 will tell people around you that you're having, you having a seizure. And then the, your friends or those, those who are not yet asleep, you know, some people will not be, some of them will not be sleeping, 
especially when you are on a ship, some of, some, of, some, some of your colleagues will be reading. Some of the colleagues, some of your colleagues will be reading. And then the way you'll be breathing will show that something has changed, something's about to change. And then they will try and open your eyes, and then they will see that your eyes are curved up. Mm-hmm. That's how they know that you're having a seizure in your sleep. Sometimes you begin to foam around your mouth. Once you are fast asleep, and you are not aware of what is happening at all. That is how you know that you have seizures in your sleep. And some people have, have seizures until they, have seizures until they die. Hmm. Yes, it's very dangerous. Because electricity is being cut off. Electricity is being cut off. The foundation of the human body, electricity, is being cut off. Hmm. Now... I've been I've been tuning in in and out. I'm working at the same time, and so I don't know if you have answered this or not. Please forgive me if I'm asking a question that's already been answered. Mm-hmm. But how how is something like that caused? If I if I've had it since doing been doing that since I was a child, uh, you better you better please you better stop it because our cells have so much patience, but when they give up on you. There's nothing you can do. Our cells have given you the opportunity to address the root of this problem. Address it. If you don't, they will close the door. You have the opportunity now to address it at the root level. There are certain foods that you eat. There are certain foods that you eat that will make your condition worse. That will, create, that will increase the frequency of the seizure. So you need to know the kinds of foods that you should not be eating. Even if you don't have a, if you don't have a symptometrist right away because of financial situation or what, I don't know, but at least if you start staying away from certain foods, you reduce your, the frequency of seizures. Mm-hmm. So do that. Because our cells are all forgiving, but at the same time, too, they are very patient. But don't, don't, don't abuse their leniency and their patience. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Big shout out for LaDonna calling me in the night. It's awesome, baby! Got the Nardis. She's also getting ready to... uh, We're talking in negotiations with her joining the network and doing a live cooking show. Oh, that's good. And uh, hopefully that'll get... And you know, Dr. Abbott is working on the cookbook, so I think that that right there, all the pieces, like you said, are like, we could say, quote-unquote, mysteriously coming together. (laughs) Is mysteriously coming together. He working on a cookbook. Somebody else joining the team who wants to uh, get some healing and curing is proven, and they're getting ready to have a amazing show as far as the cooking. Um, y'all just get ready for. Do you know what uh, what site we're going to finalize on? Are we going to just go with simply cooking, or, or what do you think, Ladonna? The sensual cook in you. Mm. Sensual, sensual cooking cook cook. you, Dr. Nardi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Amps, so you got something in that cookbook that can go on that show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can pull those out of the air. Right now. <laughs> 